0: Welcome to Directly to You. It's the 186th episode of Directly to You, and it's the Finance 4 podcast. I'm AJ Finance 4. I'm joined by Parker, also Finance 4, and I'm joined by yep. Pete for the first time ever. He's never been here, not a single time. Two weeks he's in a, a row, row, first time ever. <laughs> never been here for two weeks in a row. Uh, he's from Flip Screen Games. You can check him out. Linked in the description and all that good stuff. Uh, you can support the show by going to youtube.com slash Finance 4 twitch.tv slash Finance Four. And give them $4.99. And if you're on Twitch specifically you have Amazon Prime account, it don't even got to be your $4.99. You can get it from Jeffy B. Take it out of his wallet. He doesn't need it. In exchange for that, you get loyalty badges, you get emotes, you get uh, switch keys from time to time. You get access to the supporters only Discord where you can listen to us record this show while we do it right now. You can contribute to the peanut gallery. You can make fun of people. It's a good time. Maybe don't make fun of people. But, you know, you know, make nice. Make fun you, of you, you us because we can the it you could read no, that um, <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair um but you can also join the discord for the free and i mean you can join the discord and be a part of the show if you're if you join for the free if you contribute to the discord by being in chats and you know and writing in channels and whatnot by clicking the link in the description that's it for that we nice. play video games here you Sure did. are you guys playing video games <laughs> other than the one that we're going to talk about because obviously duh (laughs) yeah
1: but that's the thing is aside from that one that we're going to talk about duh i haven't touched another game at all i am i am uh i think i just broke like 45 hours Mm, nice
0: that's uh, around
1: yeah so it seems like we're in a similar boat these days um Mm. yeah I'm, i'm playing a a ton of
2: Pokemon and nothing else right now.
1: <laughs> All other games have been completely
2: abandoned. Yeah. Okay. Have I've you got, played anything else? I've got a short answer okay. to until we get to Pokemon. Um a, an IRL friend w- worked on did the whole um, soundtrack and like sound design and stuff for an indie game called Vagante. that's like a roguelike, kind of spelunky ish. Um and so i picked that up because i was like oh cool a friend made this um so yeah i played that a little bit i it was like the day after our Ars- Ars- kiosk came out so i didn't play it much um because i'm doing other things it's really hard um uh, but it seems fun it's kind of like yeah roguelite sort of thing you you go in and you know try to beat some things and then overall you get better blah 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 et cetera. Et cetera. so go check it out if you want um i thought he did a great job on the sound design um it's, I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's my favorite roguelike or anything like that necessarily, but I was supporting the music part, especially. And that part was done really well. So, nice. all right, that's about it for that. <laughs> um,
0: I played a little bit more of the Yu-Gi-Oh! video game because it ah, came out on mobile, yeah. it sucks on mobile, dude. It's oh, terrible.
2: really? Interesting. It's terrible. I hate it just like the touch controls are bad. Yeah, like, just, what's
0: bad about it? I just don't like it. And also it's like it's so when there's like an effect and it's like hey, there's this thing that you can do, you want to do it? It's very confusing when you're like, all right, wait, let me look at the field. Mm. And see if i want to do it because like uh-huh. i i almost like forfeited because i couldn't figure out how to pull the dialogue back up oh, after no. i was like let me check my field to yeah. see if it's worth activating this effect at this given mm-hmm. time it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's, so dumb. it's so dumb so like i'm not yeah. playing on mobile no more i'ma pass uh yeah. other
2: than that there's bad, still yeah i was gonna say with the um card game thing it is funny playing certain card games digitally versus I don't know, like physically or something too, where like um, there's a game called Ascension that's just yes. like a deck building kind of. I've played the the like free part of the mobile version and I played it quite a lot and I got really good at the two decks It lets you play for free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, a friend of mine who introduced it to me also like obviously really liked it. And so he got like the full card game um, with like all the decks and stuff like that. And so we played it with the cards and there were just so many things that i realized like that the game prompts me to do or to not do or that i'm allowed to do and like it shows how things interact like all this stuff that once i had it in front of me i was like um i i guess i can do that okay and like it took so much longer because i just got so fast at like not having to think about the superfluous you know like filtering stuff out of my brain it was just like done for me in the game yeah. and then in real life that was and it's game. also
0: it's it's a double-edged don't. sword because it's like on one end it's like you can't cheat because it's like it tells you <laughs> yeah. when you can and can't do a thing but yeah. also it tells you when you can do a thing so exactly. when exactly when your opponent goes to do something and there's mm-hmm. like this pause it's like oh wait he has something <laughs> like yeah right something can be done in the, like in response to the things that mm-hmm. i'm doing um, the, the something that's really you just funny hope is... they don't pick up on it but
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but do. I mean, it's, it's impossible though, like
0: it's really not yeah. unless you're stupid <laughs>
1: yeah you would potentially have that in real life anyway though right because mm-hmm. like that you would they would be pausing and looking and thinking right and it's like mm-hmm. okay well you know and it, it kind of plays into that See, but the thing
0: bit. about real life is like you can also like play into that as a blog that's true you can't yeah. cheese mm-hmm. it in the video game where it's like yeah. I, I might have something if you don't you have could nothing,
1: though well <laughs> To be fair, I'm talking about a different interface because I mentioned last week I play uh, MTG Arena, which is the Magic Magic the Gathering equivalent. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it'll pause and it'll be like, oh, you can play a card right now, but it's like just a not a good move. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's something that you would Mm -hmm. never do, Mm -hmm. um, but you literally could. So it's like, hey, you have the option. So Mm -hmm. I think because of that, it kind of lulls everyone into this rhythm Mm -hmm. of like, I mean, that could, yeah, they could have something they could play, but they also could just have a card that they're planning on playing three turns from now in regular play yeah it's right like Like,
0: and i i feel like and part of this is also like people that are like lapsed and you don't really understand the game that Mm -hmm. well where like they'll activate something like pete you've played it before right you play you you know you yeah yeah back in the day they'll like activate like dust tornado to like i'll activate like mirror (laughs) force or something like that and i'll be like dust tornado (laughs) and that doesn't negate it just destroys so it's like you could have activated that and that worked, but it didn't do what you wanted it to do. All your right. mind still going and you wasted mm-hmm. your card. So like in that situation, yeah, you
2: could bluff, but also mm-hmm. it's like it's, okay. okay. Question for you for you guys, especially AJ, knowing Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um in in um Pokemon thinking like anime to game, or probably even more <laughs> even less so anime to card game, mm-hmm. the like one to one of like what's realistic in one or the other like how those mesh together um you know isn't particularly one-to-one but it's in terms of like only has one you know four movies but yeah so i guess that's the question like obviously because it's a card game and it's a card game then that but like do they do they flub the rules or anything in that oh yeah they they cheat a lot (laughs) okay
0: totally totally (laughs) like i remember like one of
1: the most like iconic things uh that happened in the the anime was like mm-hmm. when Yugi did the thing with Karibo and mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know, and it's like, that's not how those cards interact at all. <laughs> that is a totally useless card. And it's, you know, it's yeah, it, yeah. That's it's crazy. very but much. If he was confident
2: they, enough uh, about it, the other guy would just believe it, I guess. Like, and then guess, the heart of the so, cards, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the hologram. hologram the is, pop that's, up. that's not how that works. It had to be fair. <laughs>
1: Anyone who plays <laughs> yeah. a TCG will tell you that it's all about math and it zero percent about heart.
0: Yeah, thanks. There you go, um. But yeah, also Smash like always. Yeah. Getting better at the video are. game. Good times. Classic. Yep. Uh, Good stuff. That's it. Pokemon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we go. There. I mean, so do we I didn't talk do about this, this game at all this week. We, we can, yeah, let's do it now because you can talk. Do, about
2: we don't have to. What were you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say, do we want to talk about this now, or do we want to like do the news first, and then when it makes sense mm. news-wise, we segue into Pokemon and we go from there. Mm. I'm down for whatever. Just. yeah present the
1: idea (laughs) yeah that's i I say we leave it to parker since he hasn't gotten to
2: talk about Mm -hmm. it yet yeah Mm -hmm. i'm let's do the new stuff and we'll get to it okay here's here's even the main event yeah Mm -hmm. here's my pins in it is number one ashley's playing it that's a fun thing so we'll talk more about that um Oh, uh, and then a lot more things that'll just mm. kind of come up organically <laughs> when we talk about them. I didn't make any notes or anything, so I don't know. Um, but here's my games. pins. There's yeah. only one. <laughs> I have a single and pin. And then there's some scattered ones just kind of floating around. <laughs> I, I have other pins, games, but though. I didn't them. <laughs> uh Yeah. So, well, I guess in that front, then let's, yeah, I guess let's talk um, the, the Switch. Yeah. <sighs> Nintendo numbers and stuff. Sales. Yeah all those kinds of things. So we got the financial results and you know what? I guess it's selling. Okay. Um, yeah, it's doing all right. so that's pretty fun. Little you know? console that could, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is funny. I saw, uh, John Cartwright, I think shared, um, a quote from, I think it was GameStop. That was like two weeks into the switch life cycle. That was like, honestly, this thing could like, it could outsell the Wii. And that people were like, talking so them like mad. they're crazy yeah, yeah exactly like yep. i definitely remember that and i i remember also being like i mean it could, i it could i don't know we don't know i mean we had recorded evidence of our take <laughs> for that
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the thing is like the whole way through the is life after playing it like at yeah. that preview event i was like oh yeah no
1: this this could do yeah. it <laughs> so, as like, soon as as soon as i got hands on it i was a believer you know mm. and it's also like i don't know i it like i get when the Wii U is such an embarrassment to be like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, it's like safe money to bet against Nintendo. But it's like the idea that they were like, what if we took our famously before now, very successful home consoles business and our extremely successful handheld business (laughs) and put them together so there would never ever be a major software drought ever again. And it's like, Cool, well, you solved the problem, right? Yeah. Like that was the problem that they had created,
0: like backed themselves into. Yeah. You know? And it, it was also like not even necessarily just the Wii U. It was like people that were like pundits like us that sure. were like thinking they were being smart <laughs> by saying, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a trend happening here. Every home mm-hmm. console sells less and less and less. So therefore, the we the we was actually the exception, not the Wii U, mm-hmm. the Wii was. Yeah. So Logic says that mm-hmm. the Switch is going to sell less because they've been selling less and less and less every time, mm-hmm. but they're not paying attention to the fact that really since the SNES, arguably the NES, they stopped being a successful home console uh, company after the NES, like mm-hmm. everything else after that was like, eh, but your handhelds though, like their mm-hmm. handheld has always been their breadwinner since they started making them. So mm-hmm. for them to take their breadwinner and then say, oh, yeah, and people also like, you know, prettier games or whatever consoles can bring to the table mm-hmm. that handhelds
2: typically can't, let's put those together and we're golden. And it has the benefit of diminishing returns at this point, too, where, like, even even with the power disparity between it and other things, yes, it's compare like, you can compare the two and be like, yep, looks better on the PS4, looks mm-hmm. worse on the Switch or whatever, but it's, like, not atrociously bad other than bad ports you know what i mean mm. like it's for the most part you're like yeah okay that's it still looks good like standing right. by its own merit as long as the game has good art design and is yeah like programmed to old stuff is like yep games can have the have the ability to look really good and i mean it also that was also true on the wii u um mm. but that had other things going against it I think, I think the difference
1: is that like when you look at you know because the gamecube right had the the power disparity issue and as well as i think just in general at the time it was
0: it was more a storage thing for gamecube because gamecube was more powerful than ps2
1: yeah sure yeah and like obviously capable of some very great graphics like when looking at like something like luigi's mansion um but obviously it wasn't it wasn't the powerhouse that like the xbox was either you know and it's like the xbox it existed in a weird Right. Yeah. You know, and also in general, gamers' tastes were changing. That was when there was Mm -hmm. that move towards photorealism and gritty Mm -hmm. adult stuff, and all these other reasons. Right. (laughs) The
2: gamers (laughs) love gray
1: gray in
0: 2004.
1: And and if you remember, there's a lot of revisionist history that goes on with Wind Waker. People reacted very negatively. Yeah, people hated that game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um and. You know, so you, there are, like, market reasons you can kind of explain away why that didn't pop off quite as well and yeah. you know, similar things with the N64 and yada, yada, yada. We don't need to go into a whole history lesson. Mm. But I feel like with the Wii, it connected because of a gimmick that created mm. a market that didn't exist before. And right. then the Wii U was trying to, like, react to a market but, and, that already... And the Wii U
0: was, like, kind of trying to serve both.
1: It was yes. just trying to be yeah. like,
0: we are also for the gamer, but really <laughs> this is just a Wii sequel. And it, if it would have committed mm-hmm. to either one of those things when they were making it, could have did a lot better. But yeah. it was just lost for most of its life.
2: I mean, I but- think I've told this, I've said this on the podcast before, but I was talking to my sister at some point a couple years ago, and we were walking around Walmart or something, and something about the Switch or the Wii came up, and I think she didn't understand that like the switch was a successor console to the Wii and they were both Nintendo pro- like she you know the whole timeline just yeah is has nothing to do with her. So when I mentioned that they're not selling Wii's anymore or that like switches going out she's like oh is is the Wii not doing well as if like it was still the, the, thing. the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it's, you know, you buy Wii and then that's the thing that lives on kind of like if you think of the iPhone as just like a stamp, just a thing without right. upgrades thinking right. of changing the thing or whatever. It's like, it's like when you have like, like the oh, parent Wii, that just so calls it a
1: Nintendo, right? Yeah, it's, it's like exactly that. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but, but what I wanted to say about switch, uh, before we get off, this was just like yeah. the gimmick for the first time wasn't, A gimmick because even like the ds and the 3ds as successful as they were were built around a gimmick and Mm. it had its applications and it's connected with the market and that's great but like the switch's whole thing is a gimmick but it's just an insanely (laughs) useful novel thing and that's why i think it it doesn't matter that it's not as powerful as its competitors because like for the first time nintendo's doing their own thing but that doesn't mean just doing like a weird wacky gimmick off on the side it's like no like we've cornered handhelds right like there's no other serious game company that deals in portable consoles you don't
2: whereas with the Wii you don't have to think like so with the Wii's gimmick you were like okay well how can how can we make this work in our game I wonder and then you're like "Eh, maybe we can't and you know like can motion control work in every single game like no and or if Probably. it could you but know the, the, it, it could most be, companies didn't think of it, it might away. be a bit forced yeah exactly yeah. so basically that kind of thing we're like it's really easy to just do the gimmick wrong whereas mm. with the switch the whole gimmick is just like it's yeah it's functionality it's ease of use it's just a nice thing like, to oh, have you like, you like video games cool we got yeah. some yeah
0: because <laughs> yeah, like well. the thing is really every product ever has a gimmick but it's like Things are seen less as gimmicks when they become industry standards. Right. It's yeah, like yeah, our gimmick yeah. is that we're prettier again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we can get behind that. Uh-huh. But this time it was like, it's portable. You made yeah. games for portables before, and it's a pretty important thing, right?
1: <laughs> but it's also not.
2: Yeah. And it's not.
0: You can plug it into the TV. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, like I was just starting to say, like an analog stick would have been a gimmick if other consoles didn't then have an analog stick. Like, yeah. really, or you would to move this thing like, around. Because it literally yes, is
0: right. one. It's a gimmick. Oh, exactly. Like, everybody's yes, right. using it, so. Yeah. So now it's they just put not, it on the just... box, <laughs> on the box of like,
2: this is a feature that our new thing does, <laughs> yep. that by definition is a gimmick. <laughs> I think going back to like the, you know, early days, like would the switch out, sell the Wii kind of thing, I think easy proof positive that there was at least a very good chance was like me and other people like me who had been like mildly in the video game space for mm. a while but not really and then now are like super sold on it right and for no other wow. reason than like the switch is cool but and yeah. like the games on it you know and all, all that kind of stuff like just we all know what the switch has to offer yeah. and um, plus i mean
0: it serves like such a uh different market not even yeah. in terms of like the way that a lot of people think of markets within games where it's like this serves younger players
2: yeah and casual. Right. Players.
0: it serves like a lifestyle literally mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah. i don't have a yeah. lot of time i can like take it and it was like a big thing in the early days of the switch where people were talking about like how successful it could be because it was really good for like celebrities like touring travel yeah right people that played sports and stuff because they can literally play a triple a video game on their tour bus you know or on the plane Mm -hmm. like all the
2: ads like people (laughs) i'm not gonna do
0: that but literally there are so many people that's like i wish i could play games my wife was
2: showing me a product so at some point we're gonna go visit my parents uh in belgium and she was showing me this product that's like oh look it's uh it's an inflatable like, bed for a baby, for you put it in, in an airplane seat, and it's kind of like a backwards chair, and you put him in there. and I was like, Oh, cool. And then, um, the in the back of the like little review video or something was the girl's husband just like playing Switch next to the baby <laughs> in the airplane. And I was like, Hey, you did it! <laughs> like, this is me, this is what I need. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. it's true. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so fun times. Switch, um, yeah. Good console, indeed. It's great. Um, what it's in the of,
0: middle of its life cycle,
2: dude. Yeah, it's it is. crazy. crazy. So, how much, how much stock s- you put in
1: that? <laughs> how, how really you think that statement is?
0: I think that they, they could get a few more years out of the Switch. I don't know about literally the middle. I don't know if we're going to have another like five lot.
2: years, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But like, I could see another three.
2: I think yeah. it totally like they could mean so many things by that. Is all yeah. it is, you know? Like exactly, they could do because Apple never said refresh. iPhone seven is in the middle of its life cycle. Yeah, they just, right. you know, say like iPhone whatever. So like I, I mean, we've talked about this on here before, but just the the like, no, there's going to be a pro. Like no, there's going to be a next gen whatever. Like it could all just be the same thing. It's just a question of marketing. Like no questions asked, the next thing is going to be. It just like the Switch, you know, more or less, or at least a next thing is going to be just like the Switch. Even if they do some additional, like, oh, we're going to do a docked-only one just to have the option, mm-hmm. they're not going to abandon the main Switch model. They'll, you know, also come back to that and more powerful. So yeah. whether that's within the Switch family line or called something different, they can spin that to mean, you know, sure. whatever I, they I want think the it to mean. The biggest
0: thing is that, like, they don't, they don't really ever, Want to make consoles in that way where it's like segmented in, like, all right, well, we're going to have this console for this many years and then we'll move Mm -hmm, on to the next one. And then they're like, we're going to have this console for as long as it sells Mm -hmm. and or and or until our developers get bored. That's exactly what I was about to say too. Or out of it, you know, and specifically their developers. They don't care about what third parties want. They're like, if Miyamoto's like, you know what I want. I want a fourth screen they are like all right okay,
1: <laughs> we're gonna make a new console all right buddy sure <laughs> but you don't uh, make your movies yeah
2: like get yeah i mean it.
1: i i think um w- what i interpret that to mean is that it's very much the the play that they made with the game boy advance the ds and then mm-hmm. we saw it with the you know the 3ds and the switch where it's like yeah the switch will literally be on the market for five more years yeah. but it won't be the main console anymore for five more years, I would think. I would, I think, AJ, you're probably spot on that like we get maybe another two or three years before we get a whiff of the Switch's successor that comes out and everything that comes out on it is backwards compatible for mm-hmm. a year or two mm-hmm. and until there's a game that can't be. And right. then they'll be like, well, <laughs> now's yeah. the time, right? Like, there yeah. you
2: go. I think that basically with that sentence is it's it's saying like, don't bother stopping buying switches and buying games and stuff. Now, that's exactly what he wants to signal. Right. (laughs) Right. Because, I mean, one of the things in the one of the other articles here, I'm going to pull it up, is them talking about how to bring the millions of switch owners to future nintendo systems Mm -hmm. i don't know if aj you were trying to transition. i was just bringing that up (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's the thing is like how do they think about what that looks like there's so many people here and so making that just a super seamless transition is really important Mm. and i think i mean pete to your point too um you know say in two years they i mean i could see as early as this year, they actually finally do like a pro version or something like that. I, I definitely wouldn't see a like successor successor this Mm -hmm. year, but like maybe, yeah, in the next couple of years or something like that. Um, but nevertheless, if they do that, it's a lot stronger. They can easily keep the switch on the market, have them live side by side, just like the PS4 and PS5 are, just like the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and stuff are. Right. And it just—it's just the cheaper model. Like now, it's two hundred bucks for a switch, and then that many more people are going to buy it because they also know at some point if they want to upgrade, they can just like upgrade over pretty easily without too much rigmarole. And that's yeah. Like-, and like there are lots of
1: very normal people, right? And that's that's always the thing that's important to point out, right? We. Uh, meaning us on this podcast <laughs> and you listening to us right now uh, are not normal. Um, we are obsessive and addicted to this hobby meanings. Yeah. Uh, in this art form. <laughs> and that is great. Um, mm-hmm. But like just anecdotally, right. Um, a friend of mine uh, is very much in the same situation that you are Parker, where they are a lapsed gamer. They haven't mm-hmm. had uh, a console since the Wii and they just got a switch and they had lived with a partner who had a PS4 and had played like one or two games in the last year or so. Um, and they're entering this world where it's like what there's like (laughs) 10 15 games that just absolutely slap and i can Mm. borrow them from people who already have the console or they're on sale and like a lot of people buy consoles that way there are a lot of people who come in at the end of a life cycle and are like what i miss you know (laughs) and like
0: i I bring that up a lot whenever people because like I've been past the Wii thing for a long time. That was a foregone conclusion for me year two. It would happen. They're they're going to pass Wii. But PlayStation 2 was the thing that's like actually contentious for me. Could they do it? I, I think that they could and I agree will be on the back of people like that. Like the thing for me, when I hear Nintendo say like, Oh, we're halfway through the life. I'm like, yeah, probably because <laughs> like, we're five years in damn near and they still haven't dropped the price a yeah, single right. <laughs> time. Not even once.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like they, <laughs> like- I, they, they built the thing smartly because, because I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that they actually make a profit on the switch, which yeah. is not the case for like yeah. most hardware, They've right? Made the business model of consoles
0: since launch,
1: yeah. right?
0: <laughs> That's crazy. And, and you and think about this, more so, right?
1: Post the revisions
2: and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and there's
1: a couple of things to think about with that too, right? Because usually you sell the console at a loss. You make the money on the software. So they're already making profit on it out the jump. The hardware is now five years old. So it's cheaper to produce, right? Mm -hmm. so like their profit margin is actually getting better on it the longer it's on the market which is insane that's a great business model Mm -hmm. for them they're going to want to be in the switch business as long as they
2: can i mean to be honest as long as they're keeping clients happy basically and especially now they're getting more into like just uh anecdotally i'm seeing more and more families getting switches and stuff like that but so far all the ones that i know it's it is a family switch like i mm-hmm. don't know that i know anybody at least with kids that are because it's than a three hundred dollars yeah, yeah it's like- three hundred dollars or that even have like a switch light for the kids or anything like that mm-hmm. like it is there is a family switch um but i mean you know for sure if you if you have a family switch right now th- three years from now there is little chance that if people are still playing that that people don't have switch lights in that family or mm-hmm. you know what i mean like or as even just regularly like 11 exactly yeah. yeah especially if there's price drops and stuff like that like mm-hmm. that's the thing that's going to really propel you know if it's wild, wild it passed, that they yes can to. still it's play that card. of things mm-hmm. yes and you think about it right oh, like at any moment because, they could do that like, and sales at will this
1: spike.
0: point at this point and i like i like looked it up because i was like having this conversation with somebody about the playstation mm-hmm. 2 the playstation 2 had like three price drops at this point it was point like 100 bucks
2: life. at this point maybe,
1: mm-hmm. maybe it was not. like 150 it was like okay. yeah around. it was more than that but it um, came down quite a bit but yeah like
0: because yeah. it launched at like 200 and they Mm -hmm. dropped it down like 25 and another 25 or something like that Mm -hmm. um switch still hasn't had that like they the closest that they come to that is they'll uh during black friday you might get mario kart for the 300 you might you might get that bundled in for 300 and for the first three years or so they would bundle in mario kart and you're still paying for mario kart (laughs) like that's crazy
1: it wasn't even a better deal. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: it, was just like, it was just like, ah, we'll see. We'll put it in the box for you. you uh, like You want a <laughs> game, right? <laughs> you nerd. Come on. Okay. So I looked up the, um, the PS2. It launched at $300. Oh yeah.
0: That's what it was. It was 300. Yeah. And, then it, yeah. and so it so was probably two...
2: three to 250 to yeah. two. Yeah. Yep. It was three to 200, uh, oh. two years later. And then to 180 a year later, mm. 150 a year later. And then by six years in it was 130 and then by nine years in it was 100 bucks so by the end wow at, at that yep. point it's still like a lot of its sales still yeah came it's from, sold like at least like percent onwards yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
0: sold like 30 percent of its lifetime sales it's during those during ridiculous. that period
1: <laughs> it's important to point out uh there's a regional element to that as well mm-hmm. um yeah. in brazil the ps2 was the console for many, many years. Um, and I, I don't quite understand. I don't know the reason why offhand. It's been a, a while since I remember reading Cause about this. Because consoles are super expensive in Brazil. You know, and yeah, there's, there's a markup issue, and it made the PS3, like, just... You know, it was, it like was already I expensive. Not,
0: I'm not paying rent. I'm not paying three months' rent on this console. <laughs> this, is the- like, <laughs> yeah. this is like three
1: car payments. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so like the PS2 remained extremely popular in, in, in parts of South America as well, outside of Brazil. Um, and like FIFA sold crazy there and everything. So, yep. Yep. Um, that kept it on the market. I think they only stopped production of PS2s like in the ramp up to the PS4.
2: Yeah, it was like 2014 or something like that. Yeah, which is
1: insane, right? Like that's extremely abnormal. And the Switch has none of those caveats and they could still do a price cut. So,
0: I mean, because that's the only caveat that it needs. It has two caveats. It has they can do a price cut. People are getting uh, children, babies are getting (laughs) older. So eventually you'll get to a point where it's like, ah, you're old enough to have your own switch that's and it's a good point i didn't now. even think about
1: that because think yeah. about it there are kids that were born the year this yes. come out came yeah. out that might get a switch for christmas this
0: year. i'm i am literally in that position where i bought <laughs> my oldest niece a switch my youngest niece is one <laughs> you mm-hmm. know but like when she's like eight i might buy her a switch you know what i mean yeah. Like, yeah.
2: no i mean honestly like yeah no exactly that like i've i've definitely got friends that have uh just kids within that age range of like five to nine or whatever none of whom have their own switches but especially a switch light i could see in in the realm of yeah. the next three years especially by the time that um a new console comes out you know if it's a switch revision or not a switch revision but a switch like uh, successor or something like that and then the parents are like oh we could i really do like playing these games and they are pretty nice to look at or something i don't mm-hmm. know whatever yeah. um if they're still invested at that point, which like chances are they are, because at that point it becomes a family thing of like, what's the game we're playing or whatever. Um, then they would upgrade and then they could give their one switch to one of the kids. But then like, yeah. what do they do with the other kids? Like, that's how, yeah, you the know, my sister and I each had a laptop switch, right? at the same time. Like right. there was never a time where she had one. And then I didn't also have one that, you know, something like that. So I,
1: and another interesting thing is the, uh, the, the console below. The PS2 is, of course, the Nintendo DS, which also mm -hmm. went through multiple revisions and price cuts. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, yeah, it's great because you think about it, right? If they cut the price of both the base unit and Switch Lite, Mm -hmm. a a discounted Switch Lite would be, like, dirt cheap. Like, if they could sell the Switch Lite for, like, $150, they'll sell another couple million of those, like,
2: yeah clockwork. Mm-hmm. i mean it's crazy to think like i mean as we're talking about this i'm just realizing it more that the switch really is especially in the family demographic like for us it's really useful that you can put a dock it or take it handheld and it's just like that's useful for me as an individual and that's nice and i could play with some friends if they come over or whatever but like think as a family there has never been a console that's been a family oriented thing and an individual oriented thing at the same time mm-hmm. in that yeah, same way it, you know what i mean you, you literally have
0: those moments where the kids are playing on the tv and dad's like i want to watch sports ball and the kids <laughs> like but i'm playing mario Kart with my friends and it's like all right undock it."
1: yep
2: it's-
1: and that's the thing right back in the day <laughs> that was a conversation and then now it's like oh you want to use the tv okay cool yeah uh, i'll go in my room and plug it on that dock. yeah yep. exactly
2: so so this question was from the um that whole uh the nintendo financial results and things and so david gibson reported that they were asked um so the question 98 million playing users how does that compare to the wii um because yeah that's that is crazy that there's in there's 98 million playing users in the last year because i've i've seen tweets i saw a tweet this week that People were like the Switch, that console that like you're obsessed with for three weeks, and then you don't touch for three months. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. And I was like, ah, I mean, I guess for yeah, some people, the, I could see that being a thing. Like, sure. Um, but then the, like all the, the comments the were literally so toxic. The, those know.
0: people, literally, those people that are like that are the people that care that much about like the mm-hmm. tech specs. <laughs> Whereas yeah, like, right. I can't stand to look at. Jaggies. <laughs> Ew.
1: Well, I don't know. That's, that's like such a nothing statement too, yeah. right? Because it's like, you can say that about like, I, I own all I three am like, consoles. I like that with my
0: PlayStation 5 yeah. and Series X. I have yeah. not. Well, I play my Series X a little bit more, but I have legitimately not played my PlayStation 5 like for any amount of time and months.
1: Months. Right, and it's like- <laughs> You know, like, <laughs>
0: but that's a personal thing,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. And it comes mm-hmm. down to what your tastes are and, like, yeah. what software is most
2: appealing to you at any given and moment. Exactly, like, what's out at the moment. You know, like, as soon as there's a game that's coming out, that's like, that's only on PS5, and they just, like, I want to play that game, then, like, yeah. for sure, you right. know, at exactly. that point, it'll happen. Yeah.
0: And, that, like, that's, that's what those will be, right? It'll be, like, everybody has, if you have multiple consoles and mm-hmm. you have responsibilities on any level you you have that console that's like I'm coming to this more often than I'm coming to my other consoles I'll play my other consoles when they're necessary like when the yeah. mood strikes I, I didn't buy <laughs> every console to be like I'm going to give all my consoles equal time and that means that that's their value. I'm like yeah. no I'm for consoles me. for when I feel like playing or when there's exactly. a game on it that I want to play in, the, in mm-hmm. this moment and that's the value of it it just so happens for me Switch is the one that I literally play at least a little bit every day.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so interesting. Like when you have all three of them, at least for me, like I don't intentionally divide my time in any way. Yeah, it's no. literally just me okay. about whatever excites me at the moment. Exactly. And like when all of the companies like we're doing their little breakdowns at the end of the year, right? Like I played my switch less this year than I have any year prior, mm-hmm. but I, I also went through like weird periods where it was like, okay, at this part of the year, I only like literally was only touching my PlayStation. Then I only touched Xbox and then I only touched my switch. And then right. I only touched Xbox again. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, it, it, a, a healthy gaming appetite is going to be diverse, y'all, you right. know? And it's like, there's, there's no room for platform warriors anymore. right? right. They're all good. <laughs> it's just, so, yeah. it's so
0: dumb.
2: Like just play the games Yeah, just mm-hmm. play, play the games. You
0: play and don't what you don't like.
2: Really. play what you want to play. Yep. Play <laughs> what you want to play. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I'm gonna uh, so to finish reading the the question too. Uh, so 98 playing 98 million playing users. How does that compare to we? And then the answer was it is important KPI, or, and we find it meaningful plus other KPIs. But versus we, the functions of Switch are very different. So uh, KPIs, by the way, is um, uh, performance indicators. So just like yeah, a metric. performance k- indicators, yeah, hmm. a metric that they want to keep track of. Mm-hmm. So, comparison is not meaningful. Um, oh, okay, let me reread that. Uh, it's an important key performance indicator, and we find it meaningful, plus other key performing indicators. but versus we, the functions of switch are very different. So, pre- comparison is not meaningful. Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so basically
1: um, what they're saying is that it's, it's relevant that there are 98 million unique playing users, that is Mm -hmm. a good KPI for them. But because the Switch and the Wii are so functionally different, Mm -hmm. comparing the two is not valuable. And
0: additionally, Wii became like a board game where it's like, ah, we got everybody together. Let's play Wii Sports. Right, exactly. Switch is also, I'm going to play in my room under my... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Switch
2: is meant to be a console you
1: interact with like every day,
2: Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Um, And then so a follow-up question on that was, uh, how are you thinking about the 98 million versus next console? And then the answer was into the sixth year of the switch, we are maintaining momentum. We are looking at how to expand and grow this hundred million users leading into next gen device. Sounds like next gen device will be backwards compatible, which yeah. that was another thing that was would be the stupidest thing for it to too. not. Yeah. yeah agreed, like, for sure. The, the fact that they
0: said from jump, like pretty much day one that NVIDIA was going to be their partner for the
1: next 10 years i'm yeah. like come on dude like of i, I think i think that's one of those things though it's it's like the same reason that the gta 6 announcement was news today where it's like mm. yeah it's a i think it, i think it is a foregone conclusion but i think like when you look at the last couple generations it kind of hasn't been like mm. backwards compatibility was a foregone conclusion with nintendo and then on the switch it didn't happen well, right I mean, and like i would
0: i would say that it be it's more of a foregone conclusion than it ever has been because on the home console front it really never was because like if you think like there was the uh, NES to the SNES sure then that wasn't you know and then N sixty four wasn't playing any of those games. And mm-hmm. then GameCube wasn't playing any of that. And then the Wii was the first time that... The, right. It mm-hmm. And then the Wii U that. was also and that. Then, yeah, so. and then the Wii U was that. But now we're at the point where it's less of a question of like... Because a lot of the reason why, obviously, with, um, with Nintendo consoles is format. It's like, oh, well, this, right. the cartridges are different. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> They're like, this disc, <laughs> it's, way too, it's, it's way too small. It's not You know, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now or like later on in its life it became more of a thing of like all right well what's the the um the architecture for the chipset um and for a long time everybody was on power pc and then they eventually left off of P- power pc and now switches on arm and it was like okay uh are they gonna like stay on arm and from the beginning they said that they're gonna stay on arm because Nvidia was going to be their partner and something that's big on like Nvidia's like list and what a lot of different uh you know chip makers talk about is like how good they are at forward compatibility from Mm -hmm. the from the jump because it's like well this is basically the same thing it's just a better version of the same thing so Mm -hmm. it has that thing of like what uh playstation solution is where it's like we're just so powerful so much more powerful than our other thing that we're able to emulate our other thing it has that being that much more powerful but also being basically the same chipset um so that's why it's always been a thing where it's like it's definitely going to be backwards compatible for me the only real question is like will it be that much more powerful than all of their other stuff to be able to have the uh the PlayStation solution of like, well, we're going to emulate it. And it's going to be that mm. much more powerful than Wii U. So it can mm. emulate Wii U or whatever, you know? Yeah, I
1: have to think it probably will just because, I mean, the current Switch yeah. is, you know, um, very underpowered by modern standards, but it's mm. still a pretty dang strong piece of tech. Mm. Um, So the idea that like whatever its successor will be, won't be like, leaps and bounds more powerful (laughs) just because of how much tech has advanced in the in the five years since they because you think about it it was outdated when they made it right so Mm -hmm. it's like it's really more like seven like most of their consoles sure right so the idea that like whatever they make won't be state of the art but even if it's state of uh, the art a couple years (laughs) ago it'll be A huge increase from the switch Mm -hmm. um i mean well i don't think they need to increase it that much to make it a lot more impressive because it's already pretty dang good because
0: but it also depends on like what they prioritize because like the switch by uh Mm -hmm. like if you're talking about performance like for like how like impressive it is visually and like how smooth the games run and stuff like that. It was outdated, but it was the most efficient console by a mile, you know? So it really depends on what their priorities are. Like, are they, are they going to double down on efficiency? Which on some level means power is going to increase because if you're more efficient with more powerful, then you get a lot more out of it. But if they sure. double down on power and it's even a little bit efficient, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be more powerful or look more powerful
1: than if they double down on efficiency and Look, not so much on power. If they can get me a Switch mm-hmm. where the base FPS on every game is 60 instead of 30. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> but but it, eventually it does, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, how long is it between now and the successor? Mm-hmm. And that's a big question. Because mm-hmm. like, the longer they're able to draw this generation out, the cheaper the technology required to make something that's a lot and and again a lot beefier than mm-hmm. the switch mm-hmm. right because you know I, like if they're not going to try to like chase photorealism and they're going to continue to be like hey like we do things that are stylized and that have a you know a different approach like you can focus more on fidelity mm-hmm. than you know, because, like, it doesn't need to be 4K, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be yeah. any of those other kinds of things, right? Especially if it's targeting a handheld screen as part of the SKU,
2: like, that makes no sense, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be 4K, but marketing-wise, do they feel like it needs to be 4K is a question for sure. You know, like, um, I feel like they might. And I don't, and yeah, I,
0: like, the, the thing is, at least historically,
2: don't. I don't think, yeah, right. Historically, I don't know that, that would be the case, but it does feel like right. that's kind of like, why, how do we justify to people that this is better? Like 4K, it's not a buzzword, but it is It is also a buzzword at the same time. Um, I'll tell you what, it justifies them making the games cost more. That also true. And yeah. they care about that, I bet. But, but yeah. also the other
0: thing is like, I think the main reason why they're not, and the, I don't think they ever really will be feeds or speeds you know, like that whole Mm -hmm. thing is because they didn't really see themselves as competitors with other console manufacturers. And I still don't think they do. But Mm -hmm. who they do look at as a competitor is Apple. And they talk about Apple a lot. If every phone that they have targets a certain resolution, which I don't, they they don't even target 4K, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But they'll target the specs that are common with people
2: when it's like, well, my iPad is this
0: resolution. I don't know that
2: it's, it doesn't matter necessarily. They're not- they wouldn't be thinking of, like, how do we market this against, yeah, the PS5 yeah, or Xbox Series X, right. but how do we market this against the Switch itself? You know, like, mm. why is this a valuable upgrade or whatever? Um, I think it's and- less about
1: marketing against the hardware, and it's more against marketing against the software, actually, mm. because yeah, I think sure. that the thing is, I don't think Nintendo has to compete with Xbox or PlayStation or anybody on a, on mm-hmm. a technical level when it comes to, like, you know— again like photorealism or anything like that mm-hmm. but I will say uh, as someone who has spent the last you know what almost two you know I've spent a lot of time now with these next-gen consoles they're not new to me anymore mm-hmm. I feel very very spoiled by the load times by features like quick resume by mm-hmm. uh, things like um, uh, what, what's the thing that Xbox calls it for the where they up the games, smart delivery oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. all of those kinds of things. I think those are the things that are harder and harder to ignore where it's like,
2: yeah. yeah hey, like I don't Nintendo likes for sure. Yeah, Like I'm not <laughs>
1: asking the games to look as good, but like, you know, in, I think that like, Quick or zoom on the switch would be insane. Like that yeah. would be, that would be ridiculous. And that would be, that would be a huge quality of life
0: thing. Yeah. Right. And like, like that, cause that fits with like the value of it where it's like, additionally. Exactly.
2: I mean, we're going to get to this in a little bit, but whenever we talk about Pokemon, I'm just jumping the gun on this part of it, is like, I tweeted this out the other day, but as I've been playing Pokemon, I am, like, graphics look fine enough. They're not, like, great or anything like that, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Um, But the fact that it is, like, not trying to push it too hard and stuff means that, like, seriously, load times between areas, load times for the game, load time Mm -hmm. for, like, if fast travel within the same area is like instant, which is amazing. Like, and so I remember I played divinity original sin and that game um, is like normally fairly power intensive. And the way that they did it, it was like, they did, they also prioritized load times, which I appreciated. But like, as you, Fast travel somewhere, it just like the textures just slowly, it's super blocky at first, or not blocky, in. just like everything just pops in. Um, it's like top down or whatever, so it, it's less pop in of elements and more pop in of textures. Mm. And I was like, I don't care, like that, I way prefer that than having to wait forever. Which, mm. if we think back to Breath of the Wild and compare Pokemon Legends Arceus, Breath of the of Wild and stuff. True there was a lot of load times like i didn't think about it at the time because i just had a good old time playing it but the couple times i've been back to it it's like no they really wanted to make sure that it looked as good as it could Mm -hmm. everywhere which is great but uh, you were waiting a lot (laughs) but that's the thing
1: right is now then that used to be true for everybody right like load times were pretty much the same on every console even though the ps you know for and xbox were a lot more powerful like you were still sitting and waiting right but now it's like i don't experience load screens on any other platform than switch anymore right Mm. like that makes the switch look bad you know and like when you talk about how efficient pokemon is with those bad environments think about how good something like spider-man miles morales looks like and you can fast travel in the same amount of time right Mm. and there's no pop in there's none of those problems
2: um
0: and And even though like that's more and i they talk about it a lot where that's because of the ssd more so than mm-hmm. it is yeah There's absolutely and that's the thing the console
1: a switch with an ssd and a little bit more storage and better resolution like i don't really think we need that much mm-hmm. to make it a decidedly better mm-hmm. next gen experience
2: right and that's exciting you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um Merck in the chat says Quick resume is game changing, and I don't know I, if the pun I, was intended, but I love it so much. Justin said, "Technically, it has an SSD. It doesn't. have it, <laughs> SSDs are different, but yeah, it does game use changing. flash
0: storage. But yeah. SSDs are like a, it's multiple things of flash storage and all that, all that nonsense. It's not a one to one. It's not as fast because of mm-hmm. how it works versus how SSDs work.
2: Technically, and I'm how an the, SSD, I,
0: <laughs> and, and like how the For whole honest. experience is built around the SSD, because sure. you could put an SSD in a PlayStation 4 but Sappy right dad. it's not going to run off of it in the same way that it will on a playstation 5
1: yeah and like yep. those are the things about those consoles that i think make the bigger difference than anything like yeah they look better that's great like but mm-hmm. the quality yeah. of life stuff yeah. is hard to For ignore. sure yeah, yeah which, exactly i mean like we like talk with, about with, things the bus
0: well, thing justin just said he yeah. said the speed is not due to it being an ssd it's due to bus speeds
2: yeah Alec got it. super silly dad. that's yeah, sSD. that's me. Um, good job, Alec. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, like the that's as far as I'd guess, that's the only reason we don't have folders yet is because they're like, eh, it'll take a little longer to load like probably 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 don't do folders there. I think it's I you think know, it's that, but I think those kinds of things there
0: there's just a lot of stuff that they're they're being pretty as uh, the way that I see it anyway, pretty upfront yeah. with like what they're prioritizing that's exactly. the, the yeah. biggest thing. It's like, do we care what this game looks like or do we <laughs> care that we, we can change the battle system a little bit more if we are you know right like yeah. the way that uh pokemon pop up in the overworld and they're shiny you know like mm-hmm. that type of stuff and switch kind of did that from the get-go with the os where it's like oh we don't have all this extra stuff but like it's super smooth to go
2: from one game to the next game yeah everything and is so- that cheap fast good slide yep and so that's, I mean, to Pete's point and to the whole thing we've been saying is that like, as we get into the next gen, they can, they can afford to do more of the, you know, bells and whistles just because, because the mm. other parts will just. Because they're allowed more headroom. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And basically nice. all you really need to do is just raise the ceiling on of <laughs> what it's capable of, you yeah. know, like the, the base experience is already great. Yeah.
2: I mean, and especially cuz like even with the individual games themselves and the whole like they mostly most of the first party stuff has dynamic resolution and like all this stuff that like even if we just get some kind of Switch Pro or something like that in the next year or two that elongates the lifespan longer than it would normally because for what it's worth to go back to the original prompt. No, I I think if we're talking about just the 2017 strength Switch like off of the you know, basically what we have right now, I don't think it can last on the market as the front runner standalone thing for the front runner games, much longer than like the next two years. Um, and you know then, I mean, but it it could, it very well could because they've been doing a great job, also. So, like the thing that I, I, mean, I think, think, is think most... of how long the SNES lasted. That's the Game Boy, yeah. The Game Boy.
1: <laughs> Jay, the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, but I
2: mean, even with that, you know, like there was a somewhat substantial upgrade of the Game Boy color, sure. you know, that like It at least made it feel like, uh, fresh in a Mm -hmm. way that I think that's the important part is like, can stuff feel fresh still? Um, I think that software very well could. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting. I'm going to move us on to some of the other topics so we can keep getting into it. But, uh, yeah, we found out a lot more about just sales numbers in general, and we're not going to get into all of them because there's just a whole bunch of numbers. Um, But some of the standout ones are, as I put it in my notes, Metroid Dread is selling grade. <laughs> um, yeah. So look, at so great. No, uh, yeah, Metroid Dread is had 2.74 million October through December. So probably somewhere in the 3 million vicinity now-ish. Maybe not, but at least coming up on it, you know. That's good. And that's nice. What do we think? That's I'm sure they're happy with that. Um, I think
1: something that a lot of people don't necessarily realize about Metroid is that even though I think uh Nintendo fans think of it as like a marquee yeah. franchise, it's it's never uh resonated that way sales-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact like this is gotta be the best-selling metroid behind. oh for sure uh, i think always. i mean it's i, I mean think it's not it's yet still but you mean when Prime. it's all said and done yeah yeah, yeah long term over over the cycle of the i think absolutely it's inevitable yeah, 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 yeah. this will be the best selling sure.
2: Metroid. yeah definitely the, um, the only thing that, that could hold it back from that status is if it doesn't break it within the next three months. So by, you know, when we find out the results for the rest of the fiscal year, so through March 31st, if it hasn't cracked above prime then and then never sells 1 million within a single year again, then we might never know (laughs) because they kind of stop reporting on some of that stuff. sometimes we still find it like it slips through the cracks. sometimes. Yeah, Um, Yeah. But, but yeah, that, they, just, they yeah, stop so reporting
0: strange. when it's like debt by a thousand cuts like if it's oh yeah. 10 years later it's sold a million more they're like <laughs> eh, we're not reporting that but if it's sold right. a million in
2: that year they're like oh mm-hmm. yeah it's there yeah because that's <laughs> the one of their charts is always their million seller nintendo first party titles and so like mm-hmm. you know this year that included game builder garage and some other newer ones but like even if a newer one doesn't show up on there then we just might not know, you know. Yeah, um, I think the thing that's interesting too I mean, is it'll, it'll
1: probably sell again when Prime 4 comes out, right? 100%. Like it has opportunities to have surges again, um, Absolutely. organically. Yep. So I think, I think it'll, I mean, I mean, I mean we'll just see. Good it might word not of be in the-
2: and those kinds of things. Like it's, you know, like at this point, Fire Emblem Three Houses is still selling, it's not selling super fast, but like there's you know people are still buying the video game yeah exactly because the three of us will be like hey uh you should play that game it's a fun fun time you know and then they'll play it (laughs) because we have mind control powers (laughs) people buy new switches every day that's the thing you know it's It's true and you never know what things that they will enjoy so yeah um that's one of the numbers that came from there Uh, otherwise brilliant time and shining pearl sold just shy of 14 million which is a lot Pokemon things, doing Pokemon things, man. It's it truly is so much for a game that I kind of wish I wasn't one of those fourteen million. Yeah, game's not great. <laughs> it's very okay. Yeah.
1: Um. I, I. It's very. It's still very interesting to me that they put it out so close. I know to Arceus because mm-hmm. it would have sold more if Arceus just came out later. Yeah. But whatever.
2: yeah it is interesting like and i wonder what the sales trajectory of that one is because like even let's go like i can i can definitely like i mean a i enjoyed let's go i had a good time with it Mm -hmm. um sure and you know it seemed like it sold a lot right at the beginning and then you know it keeps selling well enough but not like you know amazing. it's not making leaps and bounds it's not mario Kart. right it was yeah exactly for the most part it just kind of like it was very front loaded um Mm -hmm. but I can still recommend that to somebody today. You know, a specific, like kids especially or whatever, like I can recommend, let's go. I I don't think I yeah honestly even yeah, you know, the original thing with brilliant diamond Shining pearl was like oh, i could probably recommend this to somebody who hasn't played a pokemon game like an adult who hasn't played a pokemon game before and i'm like i don't know that i would anymore honestly like yeah no i think like, what i would do is just be like honestly play legends arceus
1: because like, <laughs> at this point there's three other pokemon games uh, there are three other options on switch and i'm like mm-hmm. ah yeah i feel like it's probably the last one i would recommend <laughs> frankly because yeah, there, there's yeah. so
0: many people that like for a long time i was like oh well if you're looking for a traditional pokemon experience mm-hmm. i'll probably I'll start, probably start recommending that but yep. in hindsight i've seen a lot of people go back to sword and shield and be like i like this game way more than brilliant dime like this yeah. game yeah
1: that's the thing if you were a lapsed fan and you want a very traditional experience i'd say go have fun with sword and shield if mm-hmm. you're open to something new i mean yeah, yeah. like Arceus <laughs> is the jam right like mm-hmm. why would you play anything else right now
2: yeah i think the sword and shield thing is that like there would be even though it doesn't have the whole you know regional de- or the whole national decks and stuff like there are it's it is a little bit overwhelming in terms of content but at the same time it's kind of not because the story modes like just do some stuff and like it tells you what's super effective and stuff so it,
1: yeah it walks it's, you through it enough it does yeah yeah
2: it still I has think that there's pokemon a pokemon game that's can... been
1: made that's too that's not yeah new player friendly it has yeah. the
0: pokemon thing <laughs> of like the base level is super simple and really all you need is the base level you can mm-hmm. still play sword and shield just mash and flamethrower that's your strongest yeah, attack pretty much, yeah. mash that and you'll probably <laughs> get through it um mm-hmm. but if you do want a bit out of it a bit more out of it you can go as deep as you want and then um, yeah for sure from there uh brilliant diamond doesn't really have that no yeah it's just the surface level and then everything else that people want out of it like mm-hmm. the more casual players and stuff, the campaign
2: and stuff like that, it's not, not mm-hmm. good. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not great. <laughs> um, some other notable things that came out of this. Uh, let's see, Mario Party Superstars sold five and a half million, which uh, I, that came so me- much better. DLC. than DLC for Mario Party. Yes, I know. Seriously. Um, side note. Okay, I listened to a little bit of Ashley and I were driving earlier today, and she put on Nintendo Voice Chat. Um, because I like Nintendo Voice Chat. It's nice. One of like their main topic was, How come we haven't seen uh Nintendo Direct yet? And oh my god, that just struck me really funny for some reason because I'm like, Haven't we all kind of agreed that it's just going to happen when it's going to happen at this point? Like, I, I thought no, that was a general thing. I don't consensus. think anybody will
1: ever agree on that.
2: Ever. <laughs> no, I think I think
1: we have, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Uh, us and and my my co hosts over on my podcast, we uh, are right. all of the same mind that right. at this but point, point, they mean, just they happen. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> But okay, if we get to always the, looking yeah. for the new advertisement party
2: <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm like, i'm very excited when one gets announced but for yeah, me if it happens if, if we get to the end of march and there hasn't been a direct then i'll be, I'll be asking I'm like where where is the nintendo direct because i would at that point one it will seem now. odd mm-hmm. yes but,
1: but still, it's also like i,
2: feel, I, I don't know because, e3, i guess <laughs> yeah I mean, that's the other thing e3, 3. 3. is yeah.
1: yeah right like it won't be e3 but like the summer yeah. games fest season whatever calling it Oh, yep. no, oh no. No! I was Dang. so I was so good last week. <laughs> no! <laughs> Jeff Keeley, why? Who knew that all it took
0: to get the F-word out of Pete was Parker being here? That's I <laughs> never <laughs> That's
2: oh, Parker's. Oh, I should yeah. take a note of when we started recording, so I would have any kind oh, of clue? No. How far it's oh, it's, it's roughly an day. hour in. It. We got it. <laughs> Rick said, "No, my tender ears. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry." <laughs> anyway,
1: I'm gonna try to recover from that moment. You got this. You got it. Uh, because rc has just dropped, and it's a huge hit, and Kirby's imminent. Right, that's the next thing to look forward yeah. to. It's like, uh, why not wait? for that period if you don't have anything that's like coming in the next couple months that you need to start gassing people up for Mm -hmm. all you're going to do by dropping a direct now rather than in two months from now is make people wait longer for a thing that they're like i want this now right let people focus on the game that's really hot right now Mm -hmm.
2: i mean that said i i would anticipate like i wouldn't be surprised to see one in the next like in like two weeks onwards somewhere in that kind of like somewhere in february i wouldn't be surprised but i'll also i I just don't feel like it's worth wondering about you know it's fun to talk about in this regard because like why talking about the why are we wondering about it feels more fun somehow Uh, Mm. (laughs) but (laughs) just feels like a funny thing in any case that that was a bit of an aside but i did going back to mario party superstars versus super mario party um i hope that in the end Oh no, that was the thing. I hope there's DLC there. Like you said, cause yeah, I want it, to want to play that game More, more boards. I, uh, yeah. I just like want more boards. Yeah. More yes. boards, more games. Yes. yes. that's it. Put Diddy Kong in the game. And, yeah. Dumb. Characters. Like, honestly, sure. I, I had a whole script of things for a video that we were going to do that. We didn't end up doing that was talking about Mario party superstars. And it's just like a lot of just little things that would be nice to add in there. Just roll out of content. Um, but just know, sell me this, a season know. pass already yes you know <laughs> it's true yep so there you go um otherwise yeah just hitting the highlights Mario Kart 8 still selling great New Horizons still selling great those are both just doing doing good actually I'm curious how New Horizons sold this like with the DLC timing as compared oh, to oh yeah times. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't gone. I I don't know what the best place to look for that would be, you know, because I feel like there's probably a pretty good uptick with it because there was an element of like New Horizons kind of seemed like they sold the lion's share of people on Animal Crossing all at once and then was seemed like it was going to remain a little more stagnant. In general, um, um I, don't you know, know comp- I mean, it was still selling five million yeah, a quarter, exactly. it's still pretty good. Exactly. So, but that I, I think you, you want to call DLC- that stagnant, it's twice as much as Metroid <laughs> Dread, which was their biggest <laughs> game
1: of last year.
2: Well, you're not wrong, but yeah, I mean, especially with the DLC, I feel like that helped you know push it a lot in that regard. Um, they
1: do actually have but- a little graphic here where they, they have an uptick, uh, in their quarterly digital sales trends, and it shows mm-hmm. that there was that they're, they're attributing the growth to. Animal Crossing Kirby mm. Fighters 2 and the, uh, the expansion pack for NSO. Yep.
2: Yeah, Kirby Fighter 2. You know, Everybody's fight there for 2 that.
0: That's why. <laughs> like, does anyone play that game? What? <laughs>
2: they yeah, need to I mean, just play. Smash. I mean, I play micro it must have microtransactions, right? It's way free better to play. Kirby Fighter. Yep.
0: Granted, Kirby sucks
2: in Smash, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is. All that said, uh, it's interesting. So. Well, I guess we'll get to one of the other things. Pokemon Legends Arceus also sold some members. But the thing I was going to say first, at this point, I feel like the top 10 is relatively firmly stuck where it is. Like, not completely. There's uh, definitely stuff that's going to come in and out of it. But way more so than like, like Splatoon, the first... Splatoon got yeeted out of the top 10. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I think
0: more and more like i think Um, the top eight is solidified (laughs) no not (laughs) even that i think yeah the top the top like four (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. like but everything below that i think is going to shift in and out
1: yeah i don't think there's another animal crossing i don't think there's another game that's good again except breath of the wild too (laughs) right well actually
2: and maybe pokemon legends Arceus. so who's to say <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus second best or second fast selling, second fastest selling game on the Switch with 6.5 million in the in a week, which is a lot. I've met, I said that to Ashley earlier. I was like, so yeah, Legends Arceus sold 6.5 million in the week, and she was like, wow, and I was like. She would have no like reference point for that at all. I was like, that was just useless information. Like, Is that good or <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess? Which I mean, that's and she was like, that's a lot of it, people, obviously. Yeah, it but. could
0: be a it could be a good met because, like, if you think like if an album sold six million copies in a week, people play like, oh shoot, <laughs> like that that's a lot in a week. <laughs> uh
2: huh. That's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, I guess from there, uh, was there anything else from the this stuff that you guys wanted to talk about? I think that's. Not particularly. Uh, the only that's thing I was going to bring up was that
0: Splatoon two is gone. Rip, I hate to see it. Yep, I hate
2: to see but it. Everybody's waiting for Splatoon 3, three now. That's exactly. the problem. Splatoon you announce know, the next game, really nobody exactly. wants to buy the last one now. Dead True. game. That's Actually, yeah. I that mean. said, Splatoon two isn't even in the million sellers for. Um, yeah, like it didn't sell another year. million.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I I'm serious. Once that trailer came out, everyone's
2: like, "Oh, wait." 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, even before the trailer, like I think um so my friend mitch that i've mentioned on here a bunch of times um he's also been on here (laughs) i remember he has i remember i asked him a couple years like three years ago maybe or so so like pretty early on in the switch lifespan but you know 2019 maybe um i was like do you think you would play splatoon 2 and he was like yeah i mean honestly it looks like it'd be pretty fun but i don't want to play it now it's you know it's probably like a dead game and like i'd want to wait until a new one comes out to do it i was like i mean there's a definitely a lot of people still playing it you yeah know? see that's the thing yeah the, probably not though you know like say even then you know yeah. i think there's there's the people problem that... with
0: games like that is a lot of people are playing splatoon 2 still like a lot but mm-hmm. you're not going to want to play with them because they're all sweaty they are sweaty <laughs> <They're gonna laughs> yeah, just, exactly. just
2: demolish your spirit yeah, you are not yeah. <laughs> going to have fun <laughs> yep so so yeah i mean i think yeah splatoon 3 trailer definitely that was the nail in the coffin but even before that i think yeah there's people that would have had a harder time getting it's an old
1: game it's five years old
2: yep and especially with like a yeah kind of you know an online multiplayer keep up with the meta sort of a game i guess Mm -hmm. that's that's a harder sell uh not right off the bat where you can play against 10 year olds that don't know what they're doing yet (laughs) Yep. All right, so yeah, the Legends Arceus selling great, and true, let's do it. well, it's true, Surprising it's no about one about this game, yeah. Nah, man, this game dead in the water game. So so here's here's some dead thoughts. game. <laughs> Number one, um, here's some things that I think we were, uh, my, at least minorly wrong about Legends mm-hmm. Arceus, um. Oh, I remembered more of them earlier in the week, and I'm forgetting them. But um, number one, the the size of the world definitely like it's it's not Breath of the Wild. It's not like the biggest thing in the world, but it is quite large. Like it's bigger than it, I thought it would be. Yeah,
0: I don't think we were wrong about that. I wasn't. Well,
2: nothing that I said. Maybe I didn't think that it was going to be like small. No, like, I mean I didn't think it was going to be small, but like I think also the way it's okay. Well. I'm, I'm just going to be thrown. I have had so many thoughts and they're just going to come out just randomly. Number one, um, come, on, come baby. The <laughs> let all the pins just Thanks so you much. Know? All these, pins. I'm picking them up one at a time. I'm showing <laughs> you the pin. And then I'm like, I've got five more pins somewhere. In my <laughs> Look at my <laughs> pin <laughs> collection. <laughs> oh, suddenly all these pins are like, I'm thinking, like, the other kind of pin that you, like, pin to yourself, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like like the, like the yeah. nice lenticulars. Yeah. Oh, you when know, you said it's like badges, court.
0: like your Pokemon badges, you know? True, true. There's none of those go. in this game. Got 11.
2: Full Not circle, baby. One. Are you spoilers? I thought there was going to be some. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a badge at the end. Um, <laughs> so for context of where I am, I'm in the second area, but I've pretty much, like, maxed out the first area that I can uh-huh. get to so far and hasn't, like... It's transitioned into later bits. Maybe if anything like that happens, um, which it kind of does earlier on, like some of the alphas will be different alphas, the more you've kind of done in that area or something like that. But, um, I'm in the second area, but like 20 hours in more or less. So, um having a good old time. Uh, the thing that I was going to say that like Which this and Breath of the Wild. That's wild. Yeah. I, I want to just real quick. Uh, one of
1: the regular listeners of, of my podcast, yeah. uh, Olaf in the discord, we were talking earlier and he was telling me that he is uh, level six in the poke, like in the, you know, yeah. yes, whatever the am. ranking is um over six 20 hours in, in has still not left the first
2: area oh my God. i, I just, was a like, buddy
1: for me move on <laughs> <laughs> get get to the next play part.
2: the game <laughs> I very well like yeah i i was like you know what i'll just go ahead and go to the next area at this point but i'm also maybe i'm maybe i'm fifth but ba- i can up to level 65 so i don't know if that's sixth or fifth i think rank. that's six okay so, yeah. So and you're I'm doing
1: the same thing. Pretty much on. the
2: same as all <laughs> I, I have at this point. And it's been, uh, oh, man, I have so many things. Um, I tried to climb a mountain on Weirdear, And there was like one little peak thing that it was totally fine. And I climbed it. And I was like, look at this nice Vista. And then I turned around. And I was like, oh, there's another little peak just kind of right next to me. And so I kind of tried to climb that a little bit. And this was my first experience of this happening. And um, like kind of slipped off. And there was nowhere that, you know, had... Everything was too steep or whatever yeah. on, one, on the other side, so I fell all the way down and blacked die? out, oh, yeah, right. and lost a bunch of items. Literally, just because the geography was dumb, <laughs> or not the <laughs> well, geography, but the... or you went where you weren't
1: supposed yeah. to go because you're supposed or... to get some more. You're supposed to advance the game, buddy, and get some more yep. stuff before you try climbing no. mountains. I think Everybody's this one for your
0: stature is- for you, dude. It's all right. Thank Fine. you so
2: much. That's all I've ever wanted. No problem. Uh, That's
1: the yeah. only way I lost a satchel too. My only blackout in the game so far is accidentally leaping off of a cliff and just. Yes. Dying. Most
0: of my deaths are <laughs> me being like, I could jump off of that, <laughs> and yep. the game being like, Nah, you
1: can't. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can fly now though, so I'm good. True, now, same. now I'm same, the master of my of the skies. You know. Look at
0: you. though same I cannot. well you can follow style you can't really play.
2: yeah hey. <laughs> <laughs> i um so something that this game is doing really well that also like breath of the wild did really well but i don't think other open world games necessarily all think about or nail is the whole like if i'm standing in a location there is something within eyesight in any direction that's gonna catch my eye like that's mm. i think it's usually a pokemon I mean, it's usually Pokemon yeah. or like, you know, tumblestones or something, or like mm. shiny pump tumblestones, or there's stardust in it, or something yeah. like that. Um, but that's something that like I it's so simple, like not easy by any means to like design that and go stand in every spot. Probably like I can imagine they had a QA person literally do that and like walk around and be like, is there ever any point where you just can't see anything interesting? And if mm. so, just add something in, you know what I mean? Um but like that in and of itself is that's the way that you do the get off the track for t- two hours kind mm-hmm. of thing is just that there's just something, um, you know, so like Ashley didn't even get through the tutorial bit before she got got off the track and like couldn't didn't have her own crafting kit yet to do stuff, but things just kept <laughs> attracting her attention, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This is great! Like that's so good." Yeah, which I'm surprised. That's a hundred percent how I play too. Yeah, yeah I'm just- surprised by that because
0: I think the game from like watching like Bob specifically yeah. play the game, it's like so much of this game's value feels like informed by how much you care about what the game wants you to do right because like if you're if you don't want to get like oh there's a big badoof like if you don't care about the big badoof you're just going to stay on the path that they want you to be on in terms of like the story yeah exactly (laughs) and if you're playing the game like based off of like this objective wants me to do that you're going to hate the game i promise you i promise you you will hate the game if you were playing the game the way that the game is telling you directly to play it guarantee you will
2: hate it i mean it's the whole like the side quests have to be the main quest and the main quest has to be the side quest kind of a thing like Mm -hmm. that's i haven't played the witcher 3 yet i plan to i've got the physical copy borrowed from my friend mitch right over there um he's not over there the physical copy he's not just hiding you don't know that you don't know that he probably has a high stealth uh Uh, he probably does um but so all that said like i remember hearing about that game that like and i mean breath of the Wild too but like specifically the the side quests in that game are just the better content like the better written content the better fleshed out content um so you want to do those because it's just like beneficial to do them Mm -hmm. whereas in you know a lot of other games it's just like a bunch of fetch quests and stuff that's really annoying yeah and that even so like you know i'd say there are requests in legend arceus um and i wouldn't even necessarily say those are the side quests i feel like the side quests is the world um but also the requests are also side quests and they're pretty good. Like mm. I, I think genu- genuinely they're pretty different. They lead you towards different things like towards a shiny or towards a like a bigger Pokemon, weasel yeah. um, and all that stuff. They encourage but you I to
1: would... play the game in a way you wouldn't normally play, which I yeah. think is, is right. good, right? It's like, it's the same reason that like achievements or trophies are satisfying where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, there's a lot here that I, I might not have realized if I mm. didn't take the time to engage with these things. Yeah. But I also think that I really like the way that they facilitate story um, there's a lot of like cool little like environmental stories that go on in the town, like yeah. as you build it mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. you know you give people Pokemon and then and they, they evolve and like Pokemon. they <laughs> develop relationships with them over time. The Beauregard
2: and- <laughs> story thing. Like I love, I love that in on that, like from the get go where he's like, ah, oh, it's going to be a wonderful beautify. And immediately <laughs> I was like, ah it's not maybe not not. (laughs) and so that was just so fun being like yeah in the know you know and then you kind of figured out with him along the way even if you don't know the context of that sort of thing but um but yeah exactly the way that that stuff is done is is good and like the character interactions feel like they were just generally pretty well thought out it's the way that people would normally talk um the other thing characters that noticed, feel like
1: characters rather than like little yep. paper cutouts of like i'm a youngster here's my retada yeah. it's like and
2: more often than not the dialogue options which there's not a ton of them um i mean just like not very frequently are there that many but it's a step up for sure from i remember sword and shield my specific criticism in that game was that they will ask you a question and regardless of your answer even if they're two completely different things they will have the same line of text that connects those two things. So mm-hmm. it it doesn't matter what you say. This game like, kind of does that. It, it kind of does, but it has it, like there's, there's two there's extra lines, lines of moments, text afterwards. There's still so like it's moments yeah. where the
0: game's like, all right, here's these two options. Yeah, you have the first option, which is mm-hmm. essentially yes, and the second option, which is essentially no. You right. are not. We gave you the no to give you the <laughs> illusion of choice because right. we're going to give you dialogue that is going to loop you back to having mm-hmm. to say yes until you say yes. <laughs> but at least
2: that. I think at least it acknowledges the two answers differently, which is the thing that I was hoping for, looking Mm. for, is that like the yes is like, oh, cool, then we'll do that thing. And the no is like, I really think you should do it anyway. You You probably should do it. You know, like, and that's like, that characteristically, that just feels better. Um, Like, I thought my favorite example of all this, though, is, um, and this is something I'd forgotten about until I was watching a completionist video on on Golden Sun. Um, There's really early in the game, you, um, you know, do like the way the intro and then the main guy kind of like gives you the task of the quest is of like, can you do it? Like, can you be the one to go save the world kind of thing? And if you say yes, cool, game starts, do it. And if you say no, then it gives, you walk out the door and then it like does a Star Wars of like, this happened and this happened and everyone died, (laughs) game over. (laughs) And then, like <laughs> I love that so much that like it, it's just like, all right, cool, you said no, and then you just reload your save and start from there again, and it's totally fine. but um but yeah, that kind of thing is nice. So a criticism though for sure is there's i'm I'm so glad that with the amount of resources that they had that they spent it on the things that they did. Mm-hmm. however, it would have been great to have just a little bit extra resources or extra time to do some of the other things a little bit better. For example, the no voice acting still is like, there's not that much dialogue in this game. Like there's a lot of little bits. There's like, a define- lot. No, yeah, but there's a lot there's of, a lot of lot dialogue in this but- video game. There is a lot. So, I mean, way too much. (laughs) I mean, yes, there's way too much like exposition and stuff like that. And there's a lot of like dialogue with side quests, which I don't care if those don't have any voice acting, that's fine. But the main, in the same way that Breath of the Wild did, the main storyline stuff, like Mm -hmm. just the main quests, and I haven't gotten to the end of the game. So I don't actually know how long all that stuff is. But based on what I've seen so far, I can kind of estimate. Okay, well, then I guess I don't know. Um, Probably more than you think. (laughs) It sounds like that is the case. Nevertheless to take
0: that extra. But time I'm not I don't say I don't say that to say uh
2: it's too much for voice, I think. Right. Yeah. M- Cause like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is a game that exists. And right. like that's half an that error. <laughs> My yeah, main exactly. thing is like a
0: lot of people have been saying that where it's yes, like the way right. to fix the dialogue is voice. Act. I'm like, oh, no, right. it would still be an obtuse game. Yeah. That is way too wordy and mm-hmm. written, honestly, poorly. It would just be <laughs> voice acted by somebody. That's not me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think actually what it might do is make them write it write the dialogue itself a little bit differently maybe I don't know if that would be the case maybe I think here's here's the I don't have that much faith
0: in them for to do I mean I don't necessarily either video I would still (laughs)
2: prefer bad voice I mean good voice acting of bad lines or even decent voice acting of bad lines rather than it it does take me out of the like kind of realistic sort of feel of the game to just like see mouth flaps it's and pretty have nothing bad, about Alex. it <laughs> the,
1: the, the thing that i think is really bad about it too is like um when we talked about this on uh on my podcast nintendo noise mm-hmm. steve was making the argument that he felt like he wanted them to at least get kind of like what they do with like persona 5 or something mm-hmm. like that where it's like the main scenes are are voiced and then everything else you have those kind of like little reaction grunts like in breath uh-huh. of the wild i don't personally like that but mm-hmm. I, I, what i think the thing that makes it so bad is it's the flapping mouths, and then there's just silence. Yes, there's yeah. Zordon no Shield has that too. <laughs> like yeah. it's like it what the so heck?
2: Bad, and especially when it's like a reactive moment where someone's like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, but there's no noise with it. It's just like just that's put- yeah. And there's there's even some voice acting in this game. Your character yeah. has a randomly voice. your character like <clears throat> you know he'd sound just <clears throat> like Link for what it's yeah worth. Yeah, um- yeah he does
1: <laughs> he really does <laughs> so
2: so exactly those things um and what was that okay so yeah the example of why i was like it feels just so weird is last night Ashley was playing the game and i was i think i was playing the game separately on my switch and she was watching or doing it on the tv or i was doing something else at the time but i like kept starting to say things um and she was like hang on i'm i'm trying to read this <laughs> and i was like it's so weird that there's stuff going on on the screen and like in my mind, with, with not looking at the screen, the game is just paused, you know, or like, or she's just looking at her phone waiting for something to happen, but it's like, things are progressing. So that's the only thing is like, it's not a big thing at all in terms of like making the game better by any means. It's mm-hmm. just the window dressing kind of thing, the bells and whistles that I think will be a great improvement if they can do it later down the line. Like, again, like I said, I'm, I way prefer that they spent the extra time on any of the game mechanics stuff mm-hmm. rather than that. Yeah, but eventually that would be like that would make a a nice just feel of a difference. Yeah, Um, that's something we were talking
1: about last week, right? Where it's like Mm -hmm. they nailed the gameplay loop so Mm -hmm. well that the only thing that you can criticize is the presentation, which is not very good, right? Like Pokemon (laughs) look good. The animations are good. Aside from that, like the lighting's whack. The textures are bad, (laughs) like all those kinds of things, right? We don't need to sit here and itemize the problems with how it looks and sounds and all those things. But like those are things that at this point, like it's, it gets tougher and tougher to make excuses for them, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, I'm continuing to give them rope in the fact that like, yeah, like this, the last game was their first HD game, right? Mm -hmm. This is another major step forward. And they focused on gameplay and a lot of other things that are more important than how it looks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it, it is upsetting because like, you look at like the first 15, 20 minutes of detective Pikachu. Right. Mm -hmm. And what a rich, vibrant (laughs) world, the world of Pokemon is. And to have it feel like kind of flat or empty in some places. Mm -hmm. And like, I want it to feel like a world that is like, you know, alive and dripping with life in the way that breath of the wild feels. Right. Or Mm -hmm. the way that like, you know, uh, I think a good open world game feels Mm -hmm. right. Um, Uh, you know, it's not to say that they won't get there. Right. Like I think we have a really solid foundation to build off of now. And my hope is that they'll focus on those things more in the future. But I also think that there's like, they just, they clearly need to hire new talent. Like they need to hire people that have experience making more rich 3d environments. They need to hire people that have better chops, writing a script that actually feels like good Mm -hmm. dialogue and well-realized characters. And like, those are things that, you know, are not limitations of the world of Pokemon. They're limitations of Game Freak as a studio yeah, right. or the amount of time and, and resources. that I think
0: yeah. that's, I th- that's th- I definitely think that, the like the me. biggest yeah, thing that. to me, especially with something like dialogue, it's not even just as simple as like we don't want to invest in this or mm-hmm. we can't do this. It's we don't think this fits like it it feels like to me they're like kind of like with uh with Zelda which is a good example how long did it take for us to get voice acting? <laughs> and it's not because they didn't have the money or anything yeah. like that. It's because Miyamoto's like, nah, people don't talk in this world. <laughs> so, like <laughs> Link doesn't have a voice.
1: But, and like, I would be, I would be fine with that though. If the, like you said, like, oh, people don't talk in this world. It's like, yeah, but people never shut up in this world. Yeah, so if you're exactly. going to make me sit yeah, through hours right. and hours of storyline, yeah. like it should be well
0: written. And I it completely should... agree with you. Just like yeah. I agreed with the, the idea that Zelda should have voice acting. Mm-hmm. But, sure. It's like, yeah. p- like in trying to diagnose this, everybody always immediately goes to, they didn't invest enough money. It's like, no, mm-hmm. it's also like an ideological thing. It's right. like, it's yeah. also like them being like, no, nah, that's not
2: the world that we want to build.
1: This isn't a priority. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I think
2: for, yeah, priority, I think especially goes into what I was going to say of like, um, also kind of return on investment. It's eh, sort of, but on time investment, I think maybe is more of what it is where they, um, I feel like with this game was the first time that they really, you know, also I tweeted this, but like it asked everybody like, all right, give us your actual ideas. Like, what do you think? How do we go about this? And people start throwing out ideas and like stuff worked and people were excited about things. And that's like that kind of thing feels like it would have been fun in the boardroom whatever. It feels like just on terms, they were like, okay, cool. All that stuff. We'll see what we can get done and we'll make a game, but we still have to get it out by blah, blah, blah. Like this Mm -hmm. is the deadline. They Mm -hmm. pre decided that like um, we're, we're talking about maybe one day uh, expanding our house. And then with that, we'll have to figure out like what's our budget for the house. And then with that, can we get the like basic stuff to expand it? And then could we pay some extra more? And then what fun things could we do within that budget? And I mm. feel like Nintendo, same kind of thing, time-wise was like, we're going to get it out by this date. Everything we can figure out by then um, will be great. And then things like, voice acting and probably dialogue, honestly, just come later down the process. And they're like, well, we didn't have time for those, but we didn't really care that much about those anyway for the reasons also AJ mentioned of like, either they just don't care about them. Um, Cause I don't know that it's, that it's as much an ideological thing as it was as it was with Zelda. Um, because again, yeah, Detective Pikachu kind of feels like it shows that they're, they're more okay with it somewhat, but it definitely feels like regardless I mean- priority, it's just not there.
1: Think about it too though right like w- what is for years what was one of the most popular uh avenues for pokemon media it was the it was the anime and which mm-hmm. still is very popular is today yeah. and yeah, yeah like yeah, you know, but there's like, a
0: lot of stuff with the anime that the games don't incorporate oh yeah
1: absolutely <laughs> but my point more being that like there is precedent for pokemon to be a world that is <laughs> oriented around stories yeah right yeah. And they clearly want to tell stories, or they wouldn't be shoving all of this story down our throat. And for what it's worth, you know, um, we've been critical of it and, you know, uh, warranted. I think this is the best the story has ever been. Um, yeah, I don't think Pokemon's ever presented a story that I was more interested in. Yeah. Um
0: I mean, I I'm, I'm, before, so. I'm <laughs> mixed on the story. Cause I think the story, is, I think the story is interesting. I think the story yeah. is poorly written.
1: <laughs> I agree and, with that. I agree yeah. with that. And that's the thing is that's not to say that it's good, but it is better. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it is a story that has intrigue and that there are questions that we want answered and all those kinds of, I've never felt that way before. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, for, for what it's worth, the only other game that I feel like has ever really tried to deal in heavier themes is gen five. And like, if we're being honest, Gen 5 is a bad story that, I mean, this is my <laughs> opinion. Gen 5 is a bad story that Pokemon fans laud because it was an attempt at writing a story. But mm-hmm. the entire thing of that game is like, oh, like, is Pokemon battling immoral? And then they're like, yeah. nah, nah, it's not as cool as cool. And that's <laughs> yeah. the story. That's a bad I, story, right? Yeah. Like,
0: I think that that is the mm-hmm. problem with most video game stories. But. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. That's the thing. It's prevalent, right? Yeah. But, but you know, but, yeah, but I think like like it, like Pokemon it doesn't need to be fans. a great
1: story to be a story that feels yeah. like it's
0: better. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. That that's like the biggest thing. It's like Pokemon fans see the the, the littlest littlest nibble of a story, and they're like, "Where's mm. that? Where's the Oscar at? Bonafide <laughs> classic, the best
2: story I have ever read." <laughs> like, yeah, one and literally, literally read. <laughs> yeah that's true one of the things you guys are my favorite about book too,
1: pokemon sun and moon
2: <laughs> as as i was playing this week you guys had mentioned kind of the dichotomy of like do we give pokemon um more credit or less credit or like do we give it the benefit of the doubt or not give it the benefit of that kind of a thing um and it was interesting as i was playing it this week to like think about that as i was doing it and i definitely i think i came down on like yeah i I kind of go in a little bit pessimistically at this point to Pokemon. So I think going into this game, especially I was like hesitant to be excited about it because I didn't want to let my, you know, I just didn't want to be disappointed. So I think I definitely like another game that just did the same functional things I would have been excited about earlier than Mm -hmm. I let myself be with this game. So like generally benefit of the doubt, like I don't think I, there's, there's, um, I do give it excuses for some of these things like voice acting or whatever that in other games it's like why why isn't that there like it just wouldn't make sense whereas like I know the industry of Pokemon well enough to just like get it you know and be fine with that Um, that's that's the biggest thing for me so it's you know it's a give and take but it is interesting for sure to just I've been looking like and
0: obviously like I've never stopped playing Pokemon since it became a thing. But mm-hmm. since I got on YouTube, because I care about Pokemon so much, a lot of what I talk about is Pokemon. And because a lot of what I talk about is Pokemon, I track Pokemon pretty closely. Mm-hmm. So to see like the, the progression in real time of like, oh, they, they're trying things here. Like yeah, they right. are evolving consistently and they have Hello. been evolving consistently since Sun and Moon. And they haven't really done that, that whole like shuffle that they usually do where it's like, all right here's a new idea and then the remake comes on it's like ah, uh-huh. eh, we're gonna take away all of those new <laughs> ideas next generation and they're like ah here's one of those new ideas that we had before we're gonna bring that back and there's mm-hmm. here's a few other new ideas and then the remake comes out we're taking all that back <laughs> they didn't do any of that this time all mm-hmm. the new ideas that mattered they kept and they tried to improve them each time um
1: and this game is just another example of that so I think they have multiple studios working on it now. I think is really going to help too. Yeah, the fact that like they have, and not even like talking about outsourcing the remakes, which I think mm-hmm. is also a good thing. Um, the whole them having that B team that worked on the DLC and could iterate on those ideas. It's like that is only going to help, right? Because you'll have yeah. more chances for experimentation and and honestly, that was their concepts. biggest problem before.
0: Was that mm-hmm. they they always well since Pokemon became as big as it did they they operated in this A team B team sort of situation as far as like how the games were developed because mm-hmm. like the team that worked on the mainline like this is the new generation video game wasn't like sharing notes with the remake team you know um, and mm-hmm. it it works this time around because that kind of happened with uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining and Pearl because it's not this like resource heavy thing because it's literally a different studio that doesn't operate under game freak it's just somebody that they commissioned and then they said hey here's a producer <laughs> from mm-hmm. game freak to make sure that you guys are in line or whatever and let them do their thing uh hopefully now with the a a b team situation what it seems like is what it is and they communicate more and they're like, Hey, here's what we're doing in our game, your games later. So try to incorporate as much of this as possible and do as many new things as you can do mm. with that in mind as well. Um, And it, I mean, like I said, yep. it seems like that's what they're doing. Arceus yep. is consistent with that at least.
2: I mean, speaking of the DLC bits and all that um, here's, Something I was thinking about this week in general. Um, and then also Benjamin Aquino asked regard relatively whatever. Man, I'm I'm doing great with words. Um, you're you're doing bad words. That's like Pokemon. Um, Benjamin asked, as Pokemon Legends Arceus is doing so well, it's inevitable or yeah, it's inevitable that DLC is coming. What do you want out of the DLC? And do you think they should mimic Sword and Shield DLC? So this, and then also after this, I want to talk about this holiday. There's not we don't know what would be coming yeah. out for Pokemon, if anything mm-hmm. at all. And so just like, you know, what's our, our top three to five picks of like the kind of thing that could come out other than obviously DLC is one of the options that could also come out earlier in the year and something else could come out in a holiday. Um, but yeah, just want to get to that. But first we'll talk about the DLC stuff.
0: So the DLC, I think can go into, or DLC, whatever they right. do this year. What they do this year, I think can go into distinct directions. Either Mm -hmm. they do nothing, and that is ideal. Honestly, (laughs) I want them to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think we need a break. Because, really, this game, it's kind of obvious that they meant for this game to come out last year. Like, Mm -hmm. "Brilliant Diamond, Shine and Pearl is probably their summer game, and Arceus was their holiday game, but COVID said no.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, If that is the case, and they were, like, working on whatever's after this, or maybe it was DLC, um, it coming out this year means that they have less time to like flesh it out and like mm-hmm. make it with, it really could have been if they took the time to do it. Um, So hopefully we get nothing this year and we get something like early next year. Um, But if they do do something this year, I hope it is like a, a new Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Sword and yeah. Shield sort of situation where it's just more Pokemon because more Pokemon in this game just exponentially increases the amount of content because of how mm-hmm. the game loop is. Um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like if they take the Pokédex from being like two forty whatever Pokemon to three forty whatever Pokemon even, I think that that would uh, breathe mm-hmm. a lot of life into this game. And if they yeah, can adding like
1: two extra areas with mm-hmm. like a, a you know an addition of of Pokemon would be I think really mm-hmm. all you need to do. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And then maybe I don't have an idea off the top of my head of what it would be, but a new mechanic that goes in with that like alphas is a thing or maybe maybe not even quite that drastic but like just as something else that even changes up the stuff that's already there just a little bit or like i would love it if
0: they if they because uh something that we talked about last week a lot on the podcast pete was uh how there's like a lot of stuff that's like ah this is almost there yeah. <laughs> like, i can throw all my pokemon yeah. out but they just stand there for no like yep. even stuff like that where it's like all right i can throw my pokemon out and now they follow me like <laughs> just yeah. that Yep. or they're like double battles are now a thing now you can use yep. two pokemon in a horde yep. battle man uh, yep. stuff like that i think would be my, really cool for deals
1: i think my number one thing would be like if i had my say um i would love to see them add uh the ability to have like player versus player yeah. battles yeah and i think framing that in the in the universe the way that i would do it would be hey you no as the survey corpse, you've been so successful. You have proliferated this idea of capturing and battling Pokemon. Everybody is like, they're getting into it now. And, you know, if you get to the late game, I'm sure you've already found this. Yeah, I was, about to, I was about
0: to say that, yeah.
1: There's that whole, there's a character who you can go and there's like, you can summon characters to battle you. Right. And they're the best mm. trainers in the game. They have more, more than one Pokemon. They actually have these <laughs> sets. They're higher yeah. level. So to me, I would love to see them just take that and expand it and be like, hey, like there's actually folks from all over now who are battlers who are coming to, to uh, Jubilife because we've created this culture of, of capturing and battling yeah. Pokemon and everybody mm-hmm. wants to come here and get Pokeballs. Honestly,
0: and- I think with how this game was made and we're talking about a lot of time, like, obviously, there's, like there's a lot of um, compromises made. I think that that was always meant to happen, whether it be DLC or not. I think that they wanted to have a multiplayer component. That's why throughout the whole game, another thing that I was tracking was the amount of players that this video game Mm -hmm. is because they waffled back and forth on like, it's one player. two two. player now it's one player again it's two player now you know um so something tells me that they had that planned where like at the end of the game and post game you could play with your friends or whatever Mm -hmm. um and they because the way that the story justifies it is it's like people are terrified of pokemon
1: you think they want to have a full team and battle you with them (laughs) right (laughs) like which is cool like that's fine but like i i feel like as like an end now at the end of the game
0: they're yeah. less scared and they're like oh he he likes pokemon look how he turned out what if i like yeah. pokemon too so i think that that would make sense as part of the dlc as well
1: yeah didn't. and then like you could tie that to the multiplayer thing but if you're not interested in doing pvp and getting into that then it would just it. be like just essentially like, like, like a battle it. tower
2: <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yeah i think it would be i'm not sure exactly what this is yet i haven't fleshed it out in my brain but something where you're building something as well i mean like I assume, to what I understand, you kind of build Jubilife City a little bit. Yes. Like, there's construction things that happen, so I'm like, is that going to be a thing? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten there. Um, But something else where you develop something in some way by the gameplay loop that you do, where, like, a school or something where there's some mechanics through that. I don't know what it is, but something along those lines. Uh, basically, yeah, I mean, like you guys were talking about, too, in the single-player part, reincentivize more things that you would have already done to do more because it's just fun to do more things that are fun, like inherently. Um, But yeah, then the multiplayer stuff definitely makes sense. As far as the second kind of topic that I mentioned of like something to come out this year, hundred percent agree, not any kind of mainline, like an additional uh, regular Pokemon game. Yeah, absolutely. However, it's something like Pokemon stadium, Mm -hmm. like in the same way as new Pokemon stuff, like a new Pokemon stadium that if this is the single player thing, you know legend arceus then pokemon stadium is like mini games and multiplayer and that kind of you know it facilitates a whole different side of pokemon yeah. and they can even experiment more with the battle systems in there because that's just battle systems yeah. so you could have think multiple that's different modes that are different battle like systems this. or something like that you know mm-hmm. i think Which that's the
0: coolest cool? thing because like there's a lot of stuff that if they fully went on they, they sort of do it a little bit um, or have been doing a little bit, where it's like they take things from games like Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap, and they incorporate them in the future. Um, I think where they're at now, and this was another thing we talked about, on, the, and me, you, Parker, have talked about it a lot of different times, where it seems like, or what people are beginning to want because this is how they're presenting it right now is like all these little like micro sub of like mm-hmm. oh and Arceus is a single player one and mm-hmm. you know and this is you know, um, it feels more like to me with how uh, like Sword and Shield specifically turned out that they have all these microcosms for experimentation mm-hmm. that they intend to incorporate somewhere else. It would mm-hmm. be cool yeah. if they get a stadium and that was with the intent to be like, okay, let's figure this yep. out and
2: mm-hmm.
0: have it in a way that we can incorporate in generation nine. Yep.
2: I mean, in the same way that like Little Town Heroes, Pete, you've said a ton yep. of times is like, it seems like they were definitely using some of that to flesh out some of the ideas for Legends Arceus. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's like so. That's my number one vote would be for a Pokemon, a new Pokemon Stadium kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this this holiday season. Otherwise, though, like you know, could also be fun to see like Detective Pikachu too. Like they announced we, that, that that was going to be a thing, right? That, like last year.
1: I yeah, think. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they axed it. I think. Really? Um, they the they they're not doing a sequel we didn't to even the get movie Detective either.
0: Pikachu, the 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 3ds game. We're supposed to get yeah. that, and we never you got were.
1: that. Nope. yeah i think i think they're quietly hoping that we will forget about
0: it. also pokemon they don't know how to sleep confirmed pokemon
1: kids (laughs) yeah i uh my hope is that if they are feeling like they need to get something out that it's it they're comfortable with little things like that because Mm -hmm. as much as i'm dying for dlc i want them to have more time with it you know I, i i feel like dlc for this game next year like early next year would feel better than in the fall but
0: I would rather them leave this game alone. That's fair. Do the, whatever the whole new thing is, Uh but DLC would be cool if it's already planned.
2: Yeah. If it's already planned or if it's things like, you know, if the purpose of one of the purposes of this game is to build out their, their Pokedex of resources and like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, actual animations and all that kind of stuff, then just chucking that into this game when it's things that they're like Creatures Inc. or whatever is working on in the background mm. of like just getting those to exist in the first place, then, you know, they would have to build up more things around that besides just like, oh, randomly some more Pokemon are appearing and that's the only thing that's happening. Um, But if that's like the main focus, then I can't imagine that's not something that they're already, already have underway, you know, for future projects, for whatever or even have like half of the work done or more than half from Sword and Shield and can kind of dump it in here and just add additional animations or whatever from various Mm -hmm. Pokemon.
0: Wow, we're talking about the 3DS game was supposed to be ported to Switch. Not that Mm -hmm. the 3DS game never came out. It just, it didn't come to Switch like it was supposed to.
2: Or maybe it didn't come out and we're from alternate universes. No, space-time distortions. Oh no, those are canon. (laughs) I come um, from a
1: universe where <laughs> Detective Pikachu does exist.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. All, all in all, I am having such a good time. Game with sucks, Arceus, terrible, and game, it's yep, yeah, it's so dead bad. game.
0: It's bad, but it's good. Yeah, we really need Digimon, really bad. That's mm-hmm. game of the
1: year, baby. What's oh. that? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right, my cool. favorite game this
2: year so far. I mean, we're gonna come back to to Arceus in, in some of the Q and think, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to talk about the Kirby one because there's not really anything
0: to
1: talk oh, about. Yeah. So let's get to the Q&A. Let's answer some Pokemon questions.
2: But real quick, <laughs> um, Yacht Club Games announced Mina the Hollower. And True. I think I saw that, Pete, you're very, very excited about that. So. Oh,
1: I'm so excited about this game. It looks pretty uh, good. Not gonna I'll lie. keep it short. I love Shovel Knight. I'm, yep. I'm a diehard Same. Shovel Knight fan. Um, Thanks, I've I, beaten it many, many played. times. I've never played. really should. Oh, if you, no. If so you like two like, D 2D, 2D platformers, I think it's it's uh, the best of the modern era for my money. I'm um, a big fan. And uh, it's really exciting to see like Yacht Club be in the post-shovel night part of their timeline because they never intended to work on that game for as long as they did. and it's <laughs> you know, like it's been like, I, I'm pretty sure the studio was technically founded in 2011, so they've been working on this game for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. um they're ready to move on and do Mm -hmm. something else and as much as I want a Shovel Knight 2 um I get that they they need space from that it'll Mm -hmm. come eventually Mm -hmm. um this is super exciting to me because they decided hey okay you know what Pete we're sorry no Shovel Knight 2 for right now we're gonna just (laughs) check another box for you and make a Link's Awakening spiritual successor type Mm -hmm. game which is just absolutely my jam and the game boy inspired style and everything Mm -hmm. the game boy remains one of my favorite consoles uh specifically because of its aesthetic and its music and that style and they're them doing the shovel knight thing of like what if this kind of game never stopped getting made and it continued Mm -hmm. to advance in terms of animation and all those kinds of things but still keeping the color palette and all those kind of just brilliant absolutely i cannot wait I've already backed it's it shiny. on Kickstarter. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Uh, something that Grimhane asked me, or just asked in general when I tweeted out the announcement for this is like, why are hmm. they doing a Kickstarter? Why are they doing a Kickstarter? Do they I'm, need? Are, are you Are you asking
1: that question? Yes. Like, why? <laughs> because I mean, so here's the thing, right? I I. I'm inherently against that attitude. That like, if you're successful, you shouldn't use Kickstarter mm-hmm. because ultimately, what you're doing, like the the purpose of a Kickstarter, right, is to be like, hey, y- you want us to do this thing, right? It costs money to make the thing, right? And getting this up front allows us to remain independent, work mm-hmm. at in a at a rate that doesn't require crunch. That doesn't mean that we have to be worrying about having enough money to complete the project, and you know like to me like that's what you want right like if you Mm -hmm. want a good game and you trust the studio like Mm -hmm. you should trust yacht club because they are one of the few studios that have done kickstarters that that actually delivered and not only delivered they gave us more than what was promised in every single one of the releases Mm -hmm. um so to me it's like yeah like if, if you're a fan put your money where your mouth is if you don't feel like you want to do that well guess what you don't have to right uh you absolutely have the opportunity to buy mm -hmm. it later
0: my thing with why would they do because i don't feel that way i'm backing it (laughs) but why kickstarter why don't they have their thing you know what i mean like why don't they facilitate their own equivalent of kickstarter because why are you paying Kickstarter?
1: I think it's just because Kickstarter is like it's established and there's there's like the discoverability engine of Kickstarter and things like that, where mm-hmm. it's just it works and people get it and you don't have to sell them on something new. It's just like, hey, you kickstarted our last game. Remember how well that worked out? Well, mm-hmm. here's another one.
2: And I can if, imagine too. like it just if- makes sense yeah and the the trustworthiness or something like that of it even I though think I mean, people yep. trust kickstarter well, i mean i don't think i think they trust they trust them on kickstarter for sure a, no, they do what? they trust that and they trust kickstarter as a, a platform thing mm. that exists that functionally it works but whether or not they trust other people on kickstarter obviously mm. that's you know it depends on the thing but i could definitely see somebody who doesn't know anything about it You know, I've seen people be like, "I don't know if I should put my credit card information in, (laughs) yeah, or (laughs) whatever." You know, so like that just negates any of that right off the bat. And the discoverability part, I think, is also that. So it's it, you know, legitimizes maybe a little bit, even though they don't nest, they don't need that really. Um, but it's like a you know safeguard or maybe something on that front.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's just like it's it's an ease thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it and it and having that money up front creates a safety net where they can work on it at a, a less you know and at a less stressful pace, mm-hmm. and that's only going to be good for the finished product. Not right. to mention, they clearly have a lot of it done already, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're not yeah. just getting started on it. It's already something that's like viable. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have I shopped this Bob's around. They probably demo. could
0: have just released this themselves. I you know, Bob but, streamed the demo of it. It's probably still streaming it currently. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: so you know there so, you go yeah. right like i i think um it just makes sense for them and it, it allows them to continue to do their thing and you know and
2: probably the kickstarter like with shovel knight being as as successful as it was i can't i could imagine that kickstarter themselves was like you know what would want yacht club games to use them for that reason so yeah could even give them like, a story. discount or something yeah exactly it's like it legitimizes kickstarter mm. for a good game to come out of it um right. So that's beneficial, you know, for them, for sure. Makes Mm. it a
1: healthier ecosystem to to kickstart more games.
2: Yeah, but I think, like you said, Pete, you know, like, this is also a way that people can, if if you want to support this game $3,000 worth, you have a place to support this game $3,000 worth in a legitimate way, you know, and you get a lot of things from it and all that kind of stuff. I personally, like, I'm just going to get it when it comes out because it's going to come out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like
1: literally, the reason I fun. did it is, like, I'm treating it like a pre-order where it's like, hey, yeah. I love Yacht Club games. I, I believe in what they do. I'm going to buy this game when it comes out either way. Yeah. If me giving them my $20 now rather than December 2023, knock on wood, that's, what you know, um, <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, like, I, I would, yeah, take it, you know, if it means that that uh they can – maintain the uh the culture that they have there where you know they're self-funded and you know they get to be the masters of their own destiny like that's important to me you know and and i want that for them so i'm happy to give them my buck and if you're not guess what it's already funded so you're good
2: right yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) so yeah cool looks great i it looks like the the nice thing of like with um shovel knight from what i understand because i haven't played it um that it's you know yeah the aesthetic and all that of game boy in this case nes and in the other case but without all the limitations where like it looks like it's moved, like it's a very like action heavy game from the looks of it like super fast moving in some of the sections where they're going between different abilities or whatever you know that kind of stuff and that's just super cool because like on a game boy that would have would have probably been bad so but now you can kind of like get the benefit of both of those things at the same time which is cool looks good all right, Q&A time, y'all. Um, we got a couple questions. Uh, German San Juan asks us, with Arceus being dropped, I remember that Pokemon Sengoku tactical game, he later remembered Pokemon Conquest, LOL. Um, with the success of Arceus and Snap, do you think we'll see more ambitious Pokemon titles being made? Uh, I'm confused by the Pokemon Conquest. Mention. Drawing the line <laughs>
1: between those things is confusing for I me. I guess yeah, well. maybe like <laughs> if,
2: we, if they do another Pokemon Conquest that it would be more ambitious or like that any projects that come out of pokemon would therefore be more ambitious maybe i don't, I
1: don't th- think i don't think that they're related yeah um
2: i think that there will be more
0: ambitious pokemon games akin to pokemon legends arceus and not in the sense of like we're going to get more legends games but they're pokemon games they're they're pokemon yeah. games with more invested in them in terms of like the, the gameplay loop and the visual games that are
1: uh, like you know. th- willing to take risks on some level Mm
0: -hmm. yeah for sure yeah i
1: do think that is true yes i think
0: right now where they're at it's a bigger risk for them not to
1: (laughs) yeah because there's so many
0: i have not seen a single person being like can't wait for gen 9 to be just pokemon all over again everybody's (laughs) like i can't go back from this (laughs) like it needs to at least be this or i think
1: (laughs) i think they they realized maybe finally that like if they just kept doing the same thing they're at risk of the bubble bursting eventually
2: mm-hmm. and yep. the
1: pokemon bubble has not ever quite burst it got smaller it got bigger again <laughs> but it it's never popped and yeah. if it pops that might be it right and i think right. they're realizing like it's time to innovate and do something new and you know find ways to take it forward yeah. you know and figure and it's out what it means for, them for the to next Do that team,
0: while they're like kind of on top in a lot of different ways. Like TCG mm-hmm. is killing it more than it's ever killed it. You know, like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Go is still making <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> so like they're they're killing it. So it makes sense for them. And also they have Breath of the Wild as this like success story of like Zelda wasn't failing. Zelda was being Zelda. And then <laughs> Zelda became more of a thing. It was like sort yeah. of Zelda was like a more successful version of Metroid where everybody mm-hmm. that's a gamer is like, oh, Zelda Zelda's like super successful, dude. Like it's Mario level, and it's like no, there's like one game that's like nope. ten million units, <laughs> and even that one game has like asterisks of like if we can buy all the copies and blah, you know, like all the, right, all exactly. the different variations and stuff. But Breath of the Wild is just like nope, twenty million units, one console. <laughs> well, like
1: they also have to look at Animal Crossing and be like, yeah, that too. Do we need to make four games a generation, or do we need to, we need to make one game that's so good that's that people really don't good. stop playing it? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a better business model.
0: But even that, I, I, I will push back. Cause there's like a lot of people that is like, they didn't do the scummy thing of making the two uh, cop, uh, like the two versions of blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they yeah. ever intended for people to buy both versions. Like, <laughs> no. it's it's definitely like a consideration. It's like, oh, maybe people will buy both versions, but they're not. <laughs> We're going to force people to buy our <laughs> game
2: twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <versions. laughs> no, right, if you're
1: doing that, it's because you you have a Pokemon problem, right? Yeah. Again, you're yeah. not normal. This is it's, the thing you need exactly. to recognize that you have you're a not Pokemon normal if you're doing that.
0: You refuse to interact with other humans,
1: because if you, you even
0: interact was with to have one friends. other human, one yeah. other human, and you don't even have, it doesn't have to be a person now, like, I completed my Pokedex, not because I bought both copies of the game, but because I tweeted out, yo, I need to complete my Pokedex. And people were <laughs> like, alright, bet. <laughs> <Send me Pokemon." laughs> like, you just literally just need to, have, like, talk to people. <laughs> so, so I think that that whole thing of, like, I mean, you two versions of the game, is like, eh.
2: mm-hmm.
0: Like, no, they're just trying to f- force interaction more than anything. They want you to talk to another person, not buy another video game. Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. But
0: yeah, Animal Crossing, good inspiration as well. (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, I could, to the original question, I could definitely see just that in general, more Pokemon games would continue to be more ambitious just because also things kind of, you know, that things just one-up themselves more often than not. That's kind of part of it. People have seen Pokemon Snap at this point. People have seen, you know, so it's, you can't really go back particularly well unless you do something like Pokemon Quest or something like a free little mobile game. But that's like, a whole separate ball game. Right. Um, But no, it would be, I mean, even to the original thing of Pokemon conquest, like it would be fun to see, yeah, more different things like that, just using the Pokemon IP in different directions, because at this point people are just interested in Pokemon. And so even if it's a worse selling Pokemon thing for them, they just had their best year in like forever uh, across Pokemon things as a whole. So, you know, they can afford to just do a smaller budget Pokemon thing. That's, Or a medium budget Pokemon thing, I guess, you know, Um, and that'd be cool. I'd be down more niche, perhaps. Um, Next question. Poofy Rain asks, from what I asked last week, seems like it may come true about it being the best selling Pokemon. Hats off to Nintendo. We'll come back to that and we'll talk about that in a second. Also hats off to Nintendo for hitting over 103 million. My question today is will Nintendo will hit another milestone this year and what would help them achieve it? Um, Uh, I guess the question is what counts as milestone? Like, Is it moving up in the ranks? And if so, I think, what do they have to beat? Is it PS4 that's next uh, up?
1: Yeah, it's PS4 and they're like 15 million units behind, I think.
2: Uh, I think they'll hit that this year. I guess it also, count, like, what do you count as this year? Just, like, 2022 period by December thirty. Yeah, August. or do you mean, like,
1: this fiscal year? I'm talking right. about this
2: fiscal year, but even that, yeah. I think that by the end of
0: the holiday season, they will pass PS4. It's a holiday I think season.
1: the only thing that makes me think that they might not is the PS4 is still selling. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so but it's selling very slow. It's <laughs> true,
1: but it's a moving target. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say, but like, I think... They're, like, probably. 9
0: million behind it right now or something like that. The switch is going to sell more than
2: nine million for this thir- year. Uh, thirteen million behind 13 million. it. Oh, yeah. it's at two. It's at one hundred sixteen million right now. It's one hundred seventeen million, and and the switch is at okay. one hundred three and a half. Right. So, as of what? When was the cutoff? December thirty first. December
1: thirty first. Yeah, 31st? yeah mm-hmm. I think that they're
0: going yeah. past that. I th-
1: I think you're probably right. How many How many
2: did they sell this year? Do we know?
1: Uh, So,
2: I mean, their target for, for their target for the
0: whole fiscal year was like 24, 23 million to
1: 23. Yep. So So, I mean, yeah, with that in mind, yeah, probably. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It seems like a safe bet. yeah. Yeah. I would guess. Definitely. So, I mean, honestly, at that point they might as well overtake the what what actual date are we the talking about? The next
0: impressive way? milestone would be PS2. And I don't think that they're going to do that for
1: at least another yeah. three it years. It would have <laughs> to be another two or three yeah. years yeah. So unless Game a Boy- price cut happens and sales spike. Right above mm-hmm.
2: PlayStation 4 is Game Boy and Game Boy Color at $118 million. Um, So at, at whatever point they pass PlayStation 4, they'll also be passing Game Boy most likely. So Within yeah, a couple I- months anyway. Right. Yeah. I'd I'd say by the by December thirty first of twenty twenty two. Um yeah. I I would imagine for sure that they would I'd say by
1: this time that. next year, definitely. Yeah. I think. Mm, yeah.
2: I'd say by in like twenty twenty-seven, as I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> just gonna keep
2: <laughs> moving it up. Um so but then the first part of it was best on Pokemon um, game. Best on Pokemon game.
0: Eh. I mean um, Pokemon Red, green, blue. 31 Mm
1: -hmm. million yeah i have a hard time thinking it hits that number
2: yeah
0: i don't know about that because i think think the
1: Mm -hmm. the
0: the thing about the pokemon game, like this is selling very well obviously yes but like i think the cutoff for this for this game selling like that is conservatively when the next thing comes out and it might even be before that you know yeah like I think our answer to this last time was that it, it depends on reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this game is being received very well, but it depends on how long it will continue to be. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where it's like mm-hmm. the thing that everybody wants to play. Because what got Animal Crossing to be in at 30 million is that people really didn't stop talking about it <laughs> <laughs> until they brought out the DLC and then people started talking about it again,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that could happen with this, right? The DLC could come next year and that could reignite interest. It will probably continue to sell over the year. Um, you know, sales will will come and go, things like that. Um, so there's like a lot of opportunity for it to continue to grow momentum, but I think it really depends then, on like yeah. what happens. Like mm-hmm. if they, if there is definitely another Pokemon game coming on the Switch, right? Then that limits how well it will sell by a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially if it, if it takes... A lot of elements from this game and improves on them, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. Then it's like, oh, yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus was great, but like play the new one because that it's one's the same thing, better. but better. That's yeah, the game
1: yeah. every time, right? That's yeah. the problem, mm-hmm. right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could imagine it getting up to like the the low 20 millions at this point. Like, yeah, that's doable. You know, um, but I, yeah, I think, I think I agree with you. It just doesn't have the, it, there's, a, think, there's a high chance that it that it eats its own tail like yeah the i don't right, think exactly. 32
0: million is impossible but i think 32 million would be hard. <laughs> Very hard
1: yeah yeah right like if it happens i i wouldn't be like how the hell did that happen yeah, exactly. but like because yeah, i think i wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it
2: that we know so like the question is i wonder too like um what is the Pokemon fan base? Old, new, and young, you know, like if you if everybody that's like, I want a Pokemon game, it agrees on one Pokemon game, what is that number? And is that number you know, close to I think a that's a hard million mark to place because yeah. oh for sure.
0: Because you can't even do it like you can a lot of other series where right. like for the most part, like if you played the last Call of Duty, you're gonna play the new one and mm-hmm. like the same retroactively. Yeah. um pokemon as another it's thing a moving comes, target it comes out it comes up a lot here most people that play every new pokemon game it's their first pokemon game mm-hmm. so like then you got to think about okay how many people have lapsed and will they play the new thing, you know, because like
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it it will be like you can't really look at him. like, OK, so the best selling Pokemon game is red and blue. And that's 31 million or whatever. Right. So that means mm-hmm. that 31 million people, that's the Pokemon fan base. But like, right. how many <laughs> millions of people have been born since then, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, that are also playing Pokemon? Yeah, so true. I don't know, like yeah. maybe the closest that we can get to a number like that is
2: Pokemon Go. And at that point, we're looking at hundreds of millions. <laughs> that's so. true yeah uh jumpo asks what do you think is the worst aspect of legends arceus Uh, the
1: the, uh artistic presentation um everything that's not the gameplay loop right is like i think
0: the story (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i I think it's honestly it's like take your pick right like it's like it's the story it's the environments it's like those things could all be a lot better um i think i'm
2: less mad about the environments and graphics and those kinds of things because i do think generally like art direction like i'm happy with it and i think like it's kind of goes back to the thing before where i mean i'm making excuses for myself which is that like it's fast travel is nice because like things aren't like super crisp and beautiful and things, but there's also some gameplay benefits from that where like um because it's not like tons of foliage then you can see things more clearly that are you know, it's if there's sure. a tumble stone over there, like you can tell that it's there because it's not got like 50 trees blocking it or those. So it's some of those kinds of things where like I have ex- built in excuses that explain away. For me, any... I just
0: genuinely don't care. <laughs>
2: but yeah. Also, I, also that. But also <laughs> but, I think that like mm-hmm. this game, like
0: to say that this game is like night and day from Breath of the Wild is like insane to me because like the difference between them and there's videos that prove this. Is a shader like just put like if this had better shaders, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. people would be acting like this is a technical achievement. Um, so it's like it does it look as good as it could, no, right, but it doesn't look that bad where I would say it's the biggest detriment to the video mm-hmm.
1: Oof, But I think I don't to know. Your... <laughs> some of those textures are are bad, and I like <laughs> I'm not saying that like a shader wouldn't fix them, but hey, there, there ain't a shader, um, <laughs> and then like. The lighting is bad. Um, a right, lot of the Pokemon look like they're
0: made of plastic. Like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Even if that was the case, that doesn't change the game. No, like, right. no. So, no. so, but, so like, For me, the reason why like, I can't say that it's the, the biggest detriment, like it's definitely a detriment to the video game, mm-hmm. is that there's gameplay things that are not that are fleshed worse. out in this video <laughs> game yeah. that I think objectively matter more than like, mm-hmm. oh, this texture could have been better like mm-hmm. if if I'm in a situation where a glitch happens and that is the difference between me catching a Pokemon and me not catching a Pokemon, that's gonna be higher on my list than like,
1: oh, man,
0: sure. the lighting on this Pokemon looks weird. <laughs> I think for
1: me, I've had less technical problems than oh, I wish I wish this looked a little better. I've had know? like <laughs> control
0: issues, stuff like just straight up uh decisions that they made with how the systems work like approaching a Pokemon and being like did I catch that Pokemon and me having to be in a very specific area for me to target it so that I can that pull up the Pokedex that yeah. to me is a way bigger issue <laughs> like yeah yeah that's that fair single thing mm-hmm, and there's a lot fair. of stuff in this game mechanically that is mm-hmm. like like I said like they almost got there like a little they're not there there's yeah. so yeah. much stuff like that
1: it's clearly the first game of its type they've made, right? <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, next time. You'll get them next time, kids. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think for me, it's within, the, I mean, those kinds of things. I think the. I think story type things and the feel of that and the disconnect of how, like, in the world you generally feel, graphics aside, maybe, for the rest of the game. And then the, the story stuff. Some of it, I'm like, yeah, I believe this. But, like, potato mochi for the 12th time. yeah. I, Not necessarily. Like, you know, like, that kind of takes I've been saying it
0: whenever I stream this game that comes up. I'm tired of potato mochi in real life now. <laughs> I never had it in my life. I've never yeah. seen it, but I don't want it because yeah. I've had it so many times in this video game yep. that I'm tired of it. It's, it's yeah. over for that. <laughs> like,
2: yep. Exactly. Um, So, but yeah,
0: that also, like, I will say that that's just a personal thing for me. Obviously, like the graphical thing. Like, literally, there's, there's two times that I notice what a game looks like when they promote the game, and the first time I play the game, and then after that, it's all (laughs) like it all fades to black. I don't care about what the game looks like. Smash Brothers, uh, Smash Four. I remember there was like. Three times that I recognize, oh, man, this game looks really good when they announced it, when I played it the first time and then randomly uh, two two years after the fact, I'm like, damn, Tool Link looks really good in this video game. But other than that, it's not like a constant thing that I'm always thinking about of like yeah, how I get what you and good at game. Mm-hmm. Looks.
1: I think for me, it's funny because I'm not like a crazy graphics person. Like, I appreciate good graphics, but good art design is way more important, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's why it stands out to me so much is like, I'm not that guy, but I'm like, oof. but like, you noticed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like this grass looks like butt or like I the mean, fact the grass that I'm does like, look like butt. <laughs> I'm at the, I'm at the coast. Right. And I can see the grass and the sand and they're the same texture. And it's just like two colors next to each other. Or there's like a fog over the whole map all the time. Like, and then it gets actually foggy and I'm like, Oh no, I can't see anything. Like, That's the stuff that takes me out of it more than anything. Um, And it doesn't make it a worse game, but it makes it a less. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It makes it less immersive. It makes it feel less like a real world. And it reminds you that you're playing a video game. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not inherently bad, but you know, I think the magic of a good open world is you being like, Whoa, like, right. Like, wow. They're like, they, yeah. Like they thought about this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, We talked about last week, like the thing with the Breath of the Wild, where like if you ask the question of like, can I do this? And the answer is that they thought through it enough 99.9% of the time. The answer is yes, Mm. or at
2: least it's somewhat yes.
1: Right. It's something that would be great. One uh, of the first
2: videos that I took or the like video screen captures I took of this game was first area. um, If you're in the tent and then you kind of, there's some rocks to the side of you You can go around them and then you you can kind of get a shortcut back up um but also if you just walk into certain areas there could be a lip like that big and you just can't step up it because video games you know and i was i just took a 30 second capture of me just going blip, look 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 turn look 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 trying to get up this thing there yeah i was gonna tweet it out and be like yes this is the breath of the wild Of Pokemon, (laughs) (laughs) and there's a lot
0: of invisible walls in this game. Yes, oh, Oh, so much.
2: Yeah,
0: of invisible walls
2: in this video. I encountered the dumbest one earlier. I was on the, uh,
1: I was on the volcano part and there's like you know there's like that little thing and you can't fly over it and I was like why because that's like Like where the boss
0: battle is or whatever like that that situation like I was doing like I experienced that today where I mean I've run into a lot of invisible walls prior to today but it was the first time that it got in the way of the gameplay where I'm trying to get a freaking shiny Growlithe and you can like the path to where Growler spawns near the, well, I'm not going to say because I don't think Parker got to. I've not be a even. Spoiler. That'd be a spoiler. I'm not going to say. Um, He's got a wall fragment. That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, But <laughs> but I'm trying to get to the, the shiny Growler and the video game is like, I was like, oh, I can get there closer if I go from this place that is like where a boss battle is. Um, But I can't because that's where the boss battle is. So the game segments that part off as like, there's like a wall here, but visually, there's not really a wall here. So I have to fly yeah. around the invisible wall where the boss battle takes that place so to go to where I need to go. Where yep. it made it so that in reality, the route that looks shorter on the map is not actually shorter because I have to go around the invisible wall. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, but
2: yeah, that stuff. Um, moving on to Discord questions. This one's the last one for Legend Arceus. Uh True Fernie asks Is there a specific part of the world? You want the Pokemon games to take inspiration from for upcoming games? Africa.
1: Yeah, I think to me it's just different biomes, like things mm-hmm. we haven't done before. I think like uh, Africa would be a great one. There's a lot of like, you know, there's um, like
0: every biome. That's the main reason. Why yeah, I'm there's a lot of there's a lot of biodiversity <laughs> yeah.
1: there. There's a lot of like like wildlife that only exists there. That's an easy one. I think Australia mm-hmm. makes yes. sense for the same reason. Yep. Um, I think a desert environment, something that's like that has like a little bit more of like uh, Hey, like almost everything is green all the time. Like what if it wasn't, but if it was mm-hmm. a game that was almost all Arctic or almost all this or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I think that would be like, you know, basically like sun and moon, but in this kind of environment would be awesome. Cause like going from Island to Island would be cool. Like, I think just something that feels more different than yeah. what we've gotten,
0: mm-hmm. but also they'd have to do it in a way that is like, Sun and Moon, because they did it with home, right? Where it was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is a tropical place. And, and the whole too much water thing, which is true. There's mm-hmm. too much water, <laughs> water yeah. Pokemon. And all that, like, that's the thing that I would want them to avoid with that. Like, that's why whenever mm-hmm. I think of mm-hmm. like a new place for Pokemon, it's like, what is, what real world places have mm-hmm. a lot of biodiversity so that mm-hmm. I don't get to the point where it's like this Pokemon game has the most fire types <laughs> ever, but least right. amount of X type ever. Right. You know, like that sort mm-hmm. of thing. For it's sure. like, eh.
2: Yep. I mean, I feel like Africa could be interesting too, because there's... Within, you know, like maybe there's this kind of desert in one spot or something, but like the because of different and like harsher environments, especially the kinds of uh, plant life and all that that can grow in those areas. Right. I think are maybe more different from other ones, you know, than just like grass. It's regular grass. You love grass. Yeah, like You could have a um,
1: desert. You could have a Savannah, you know, you could have like a spot that's like, like an oasis and it's super mm-hmm. lush and more like jungly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that would be awesome. That would be, a, that would offer a ton of options, yeah. you know? Cause awesome. we don't have,
2: yeah. On the jungly fronts, there's obviously gen three has a jungly area. And I can't think off the top of my head of really any other ones besides in Pokemon New Pokemon Snap. There's the jungle area with like yeah. the birds li- and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, that that would be super cool.
1: Yeah, that also, could be another one too. South America would be a good mm, a good yeah. solution. Amazon
2: Selfishly, to Africa maybe more hairstyles. That'd be pretty cool. yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, everything we want from video games is. Kind of selfishly anyway. So yeah, that's as good a reason as any. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Counts. All right. And last but not least, speaking of places in the world and all that, Mega Man asked, if money wasn't a problem, where in the world would you want to go on a holiday right now? And of course, COVID isn't a thing.
1: Uh, For me, it'd be Japan. I've always wanted to take a a extended trip to Japan um, and get a chance to kind of like drink in the culture a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Because there's like, Japanese cities are really different than Western cities, but like rural Japan is also like some of the most beautiful natural landscapes in the world. Um, So like going there during like cherry blossom season, like, yes, please. That'd be amazing. Love <laughs> to see that. Japan would be cool. I'd be down yep. for Japan because universal. Be so cool. I also want to yeah. go there. Yeah. Right. And it's like, they have like a huge culture of like retro video game stores in Tokyo. And like, you know, um, there's, there's a lot there for, uh, Pokemon centers, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh I'm still mad about Nintendo NY. Put it back. Who cares about the rest of Nintendo? Honestly,
2: (laughs) Honestly? put it back. (laughs) Nintendo World Store. How dare you? How dare they? What about you, AJ? Where would you want to go?
0: Japan. (laughs) (laughs) But but mostly because I just want to go to the Universal (laughs) uh, Studios Park. The other stuff is cool too but i'm not like that much mm-hmm. into japanese culture as a whole yeah um but video game club school
2: yeah it's hard i have a hard time saying because like earlier on in my life like pre-college and stuff i traveled around more just because i was in europe and it's just easier to get to different places from europe because yep. you're already kind of central to more stuff um So that, and also I was like with my family. So if my family was traveling somewhere, I was going somewhere, but now like I would have to make the decision to do it and that doesn't happen as often. (laughs) So that, Um, but that said, like I, hmm, cultural reasons, I feel like, yeah, honestly, Japan would be super fun. Um, for that, just like landscape and nice stuff. It's the cheesy answer, but like mega man, I'm coming to, I'm coming to hang out with you in the sheep or the ring mega man, I mean, in, <laughs> in mega man, in you, uh, New Zealand, you could just <laughs> go in your closet to get there, it's, man. I oh, so could. Yeah. But I've got family in Australia. So like one of these days, maybe I'll go back and I've been there twice. I was five and then I was 10. And I've not been back since. So I'd
1: like to go there, but I'm really afraid of spiders. And they got some freaky spiders Yo, over there. They am good.
2: A big spiders. I Huntsman can't, dude. Spider. Like
1: if and I saw huge dude. If I saw one of those those the giant spiders? things yes. in real life. I burned the house down. I'm out, yo. But it's the closest thing we have to a <laughs> real Fire. world
0: Pokemon, dude. It's yeah. Pokemon, man. Just throw a Pokeball at it. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know, man. That's the that's the line for like. I, don't, I like I like Areidos and everything, but in real life, I don't know about that. I
2: don't know yeah, about the, that. the Pokeball you're throwing at it though is. Five feet across and it's solid cement. So, you know, I'm back. I'm That'd back. Probably in. still
0: won't kill it. It probably still won't kill it. Yeah. This thing is Just huge. picks it right
2: back up. Just yeah. throws throw it, it back. No. <laughs> That's the proportional <laughs>
1: strength of 10 spiders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff. Hey, guys, we did it. We did a whole podcast. I mean, Here's the question it. for the comments. Anybody who's still listening, it, t- tell us this um, What's the worst spider? I guess I don't know. We'll go with that. All of them. All of them are the worst one. You're not wrong.
0: (laughs) What do we mean by that? That's like the huntsman spider is big, but like I'm not scared of it for any other reason than that.
2: Yeah, like it's not gonna kill me. That's what everybody gets. Make your case. You know, tell us why. Um, But while you're doing that. You know, go ahead and like the video, subscribe to the podcast channel if you haven't already. Also, we, we never remember to say this stuff at the top of the show, True. but like flip screen games, Nintendo noise, go check out Pete. No, <laughs> I, did say games, that. that's the I website. literally said oh, that. Oh, you did? Yes. You s- he when i it. introduced him i said check in the description i or, said we don't say it i wasn't part of saying it so you don't say
0: anything in the I'm beginning of the show except for hi
2: <laughs> no, that was just that was me uh with the,
0: the thing that, that we don't say at the beginning of the show is rate the podcast yes
1: rate
2: it <laughs> thanks <laughs> the hell bye bye okay see you next time <laughs> uh, we-